Welcome to the Sport Codex Show, episode 62. It's all NBA tonight. Twain is here, the mainstay. How, how are you, man? Good, bro. Playoff time, man. Ah, it's awesome, eh? There's nothing like it at the playoffs, man. Even the play-in, there was a bit of a, you know, a playoff atmosphere to those play-ins. For the, for the Warriors Lakers, especially. The intensity jumped up now. Yeah, it's good, eh? That's really good. Aiden is here. Is pretty normal. Yeah, over over the sting of uh, of last week and the uh, the Hornets missing out. So, yeah, uh, playoff time. It's great. Seen a seen a couple of good games already. A couple of really good games already. I saw too the tweet from Perk saying he'd rather have the Hornets, <laughs> yeah, the Hornets yeah. and rather than the Celtics. It might be the only time I've ever agreed with Kendrick Perk. <laughs> ever. Yeah, it's, it's a very rare occasion where you do. I think I remember one thing that you might have agreed with him before. There, yeah, there, there might be. It's happen. very rare, very rare. Like, yeah, maybe yeah, one out of fifty things he says I'll agree with. Yeah, and going against his own Celtics too, you don't see that very often, so he must be pretty pissed. But we could see it coming. At Boston, we're going to beat the Nets, right? Like, come on. Yeah. Missing Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's out, but Tatum didn't play in the second half either. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's no surprise, put it that way. Mm. As a Celtics fan, you know, I wouldn't be too pissed about it. Yeah, so we'll head back to the play-in where we we had watched the uh, Eastern Conference games last week. We hadn't got up to got the Warriors-Lakers game last podcast, so let's go back to that one because that was a damn good game to watch. Um, LeBron with that big dagger three from way back to seal it. Time yeah, running out. Pretty crazy considering like someone took his eye out. Like... <laughs> very deliberately took his eye out and he could see three baskets yeah like it'd be it'd be like at the um fairground you know you know with a clown like moving its head and you gotta yeah throw it in like that so yeah he might need some prescription glasses maybe yeah. something now yeah, i mean or... it was pretty brave of him to carry on playing i've never seen an injury so gruesome just a true hero yeah yeah Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the best tweet, man, was the one they imposed to like put him into winning an Oscar. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Did you see that one, Twain? Yeah, I saw it. I just saw it when you, I think, in the NBA chat. I looked at it. and I was like, oh shit, this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was so done very well. <laughs> I mean, well, let's just start on LeBron, eh? Since since we're here already, mm. like. I think we always have to put that asterisk next to him, man. He's so great, like everything he does. And then, and it's just all over the place too. He just ruins it with with this sort of stuff: the flopping, the acting, the hard done by attitude. Yeah. You know, the vic- I, you know, I, poor me. Everyone's against me. Yeah, the victimizing himself. Yeah. Um, even like last year, where the Lakers, they were the top seed in the West. Uh, they were picked as the favourites all season long, and then when they clinched the first seed, uh, LeBron said something like, nobody believed in us, and he created this whole washed king hashtag <laughs> that no one ever used on him. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. No, like he's, I can't deny his skill on the court, but fuck, man. 
you can see it, why people hate him. It's hard to like him. Yeah, unless you're a fucking blind Lakers stan, yeah. and then you defend everything. I, I don't know how you can defend the the Hollywooding. I don't I don't see how people defend it. It's crazy. What did you it's guys? Cringe. What did you guys think of the CP three one? I don't know, man. He's a, he's pretty deal with that kind of shit too. Isn't yeah. He? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> he's definitely not innocent. Yeah. But LeBron yeah. had just LeBron didn't want to be outdone in that game. Did you? He came out like acting like his arm. Have you guys seen Step Brothers? Yes. yes. And yes. he's got like a dead arm, and he's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to use it again. It's a bit of a waiting game. That's what LeBron was doing with his arm. <laughs> And it's because he's such a physical specimen too. Like he, like as an athlete, you know, like you just think like he's six eight, just prime condition. Like never gets injured just until recently. But you know, he's the he's peak like, of human shit, that man. Yeah, <laughs> like if you think of an athlete, like man, like LeBron could be the could be the best all around athlete ever. Yeah. Just on athletic, like athleticism, like he's way up there in terms of yeah. being an athlete. Like you don't see many guys that are built like six eight, two eight, two fifty, two seventy, but can run like a four three speed. Like it's just it's not physically possible. Um, yeah, and you're you're right though, Carl. Like there's no need for him to fucking do that shit. You know, he's built. It's like it's overemphasized when he does do it, eh? Because he's that. <sighs> that mm. big and stuff like so, point guards and shit like point mm. guards can sort of get away with it a bit more because you know they're, they're running around these bloody seven foot centers and you know these prime big wings like lebron and that so they sort yeah. of got to fight their way like campazo you know like they they got to be scrappy they got to give them it like you know just to stay on the court you know like every like the size and wingspan all those disadvantages that they have like they've they got a scrap like cp does um so for me it, it's not to me the problem <coughs> isn't so much the emphasizing the contact because sometimes like I, I i'm not comparing myself to lebron in any way but i'm i'm a big dude and yeah, when right. i play basketball <laughs> i get absolutely smashed when i when i you know go up in the paint and you know it just gets ignored and so mm. with LeBron, I kind of get why you'd have to emphasize the contact. It's the extra shit he does that really pisses me off. Like the, you know, oh, I was seeing three baskets out there. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Honestly. I get what you mean, though, because it does yeah. happen. Like Shaq got fouled the shit out of all the yeah. time. Yeah. And just because he was a fucking beast he of would a man. Just... He would get fouls called yeah. when dudes were literally hanging off him. Well, you yeah. didn't ever see him crying about it, though. Like, yeah, well, like that's... once or two moon, but it wasn't well, every... constant. Yeah. Every now and then he'd get angry and, like, yeah. uh, you know, push over Chris Dudley or something stupid like that. Yeah. But, and and the flopping and stuff, like, there's a bit of gamesmanship. Yeah. And, like, I, I get it now and then. Or, like, but just to, like, carry on like it actually happened. Yeah, that, that like yes. you know, some guys, you know, they they flop and they'll have a, like a cheeky little grin after, It'd you be... know, like yeah, they'll be like, "Hey, gotcha, I yeah. gotcha on that one," you mm, know, and they is, know is, that it's sort of an acceptance. Yeah, it's sort of that Euro, even yeah, the African players too. You know, they, I don't know if, whether that stems from football, but um, you know, there's those 
Europeans and uh, yeah, African players seem to, you know, they they have that in them, but they accept it at the same time for what it is. So I don't know. Maybe there's a bit of that too. Yeah, LeBron carrying it over all the way to the post game interview and saying some <laughs> asinine bullshit. Like that's that's what makes me dislike him. Yeah, you know, it's like, what's the point? Like you got the free throws. You know, <laughs> like you got the foul call. Let's move on. Yeah. You don't need to. You don't need to carry it on. Um, speaking of LeBron, how about like all the you know the changing of the rules, the COVID protocol yes. thing? I was just about to bring that up. I was like, like, yeah, like it's funny because earlier in the year, uh, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and James Harden all got suspended for it. Then it comes to LeBron, and they say, "Oh, we review it on a case by case basis." Uh, I don't remember a direct quote but i'm pretty sure they said there was no room for thing when they suspended the other guys earlier in the season um so it's quite funny that you know now all of a sudden the rules change but then also uh Pazingas didn't get suspended he just got fined yeah. but my theory this is just a theory is that he didn't get suspended because that would uh weigh in even more it would spotlight lebron not getting any penalty even more yeah if, if he gets goes KP goes and gets suspended. To be honest, I wouldn't have had a problem with KP getting suspended. He went to a nightclub and and shit, you know, when he wasn't supposed to. So, by all means, suspend him. But, um, yeah, no, it's I hate the fucking you know change the rules for double standard. Eh? Yeah, uh, just it pisses like the you know it's there for a reason, and people might say. Jordan got special treatment, and I think he did on foul calls and shit, but you know, if there was an actual rule in the league where it was like you cannot do this or you'll get suspended, this is, that's that's it. it like, they would have abided by it for, for Jordan. Whereas, yeah, yeah. old fucking, old Bronny gets, uh, you know, gets gets to do what he wants, basically. Should the NBA have just gone, look, coming up the playoffs, instead of like suspending guys for like these infra at least it's a real major infraction like mm. to say look we're gonna just find them and cop the suspension start of next season or well, something major... like that long yeah. as it's across the board you know mm. that's a major um a major infringement why don't we you know start talking about taking draft picks away you know to make mm. these teams Ooh. abide by the rules then you're gonna yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. You one thing. That. One thing I will say is that by the sound of it, the event LeBron um, did go to was pretty uh, like under control. Like you had to be vaccinated. Um, it was only a small number of people. There were masks, all this shit. But it's just you know, it's it's still the the bending of the rules. Like you know, it didn't say that in the um, the protocol. Like if. If it's a you know if it's this type of event it's okay and if it's this type it's not as you know if you're doing yeah. this then a suspension and a fine and then when LeBron does it's like oh no no we didn't mean that <laughs> well if it's Rui Hachimura that thing he's yeah. getting suspended no exactly doubt. yes yeah. that's 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 what I that's sort of what I was was getting at it yeah. doesn't the fact it was a you know I give LeBron credit because it was a you know it was an under control event. But yeah, if if it's Rui Hachimura or you know yeah someone of that ilk, then yeah they're getting suspended. There's no case by case basis for that. Yeah. So what yeah. happens when when you're the leader of the player empowerment era? Yeah. 
<laughs> Maybe they could just take some free throws off him. Well, he only had one free throw in the game today. Yeah. Anthony Davis had all the free throws. Yeah, they're just sharing them around. Yeah. Between all the Lakers. <laughs> Anthony Davis had. Oh, no, it was, it was actually pretty. Anthony Davis had 21, but Devin Booker had 17. Oh, nearly there. It's actually not too bad. Nearly. Individually? Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it, a lot. it is a lot. But it, it looks to be like it was fairly even of of the stuff I saw of that game because I can't watch a whole Lakers game. I just I can't do it. I don't care. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't care if it's the playoffs. I cannot watch a whole Lakers game. Um, <laughs> but from what I saw, it, it seemed to be officiated pretty fairly. There was one bogus foul call I saw and that Anthony Davis kicked Jay Crowder in the dick and and Jay Crowder was called for the foul. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Unless yeah, you have massive dicks. I around. guess his, you know, his dick shouldn't have gone away Anthony Davis's oh. foot. Yeah, well, yeah. if you wear purple and gold, you allow people in the balls. Yeah. Yeah, or, <laughs> or, or blue, blue and gold. Blue and yellow, yeah. <laughs> or blue and yellow or whatever. <laughs> yeah, going back to the Warriors, man, um, Steph, man, he did all he could. And uh, the Grizz, man, in that second play-in play game, just they defended him really well. Brooks was just a... A hustler, man. He was like the ultimate Pat Bev. He was just in his face, and and they doubled him at the right spots. And and yeah, the rest of the Warriors just couldn't. Draymond tried his heart out as he as he always does, but uh, just wasn't enough. And yeah, they just played Steph that well in that play-in game. So thoroughly deserved there the Grizz coming through. Morant stepped up in a couple of key moments too at the end there with a couple of floaters. Um, yeah, but that was, that was a great game too, that Warriors-Lakers game. I really enjoyed that, and they might have taken a bit out of the Warriors for the next game, possibly. But, uh, yeah, they needed they needed someone else, say, to be able to have, like, a Jordan Poole to... Who, who played decently in both games, but, um, yeah, they just needed someone else in, in, that, a, in yeah. those big moments, so... It was an indictment on Andrew Wiggins again. You know, yeah, like, just hit or miss, man. Yeah, just spear in the headlines, you know. And then when the light's shining the brightest, you know, you know, Air Canada just nowhere to be. Um, you're right, though. Um, just to give, you know, even if it was like, you know, 20 points or just something, just a secondary to help them out, but just they got nothing from anyone. And then again, it just came down to, just showed how good us and Steph had that he was able to carry a team like that where. You know, to be fair, they like most of those guys were probably borderline players. If that, is that fair to say? Like, Jordan yeah, Brindle, well, Michael you know. Mulder playing minutes yeah. in the game. You know, like yeah. I like one Toscano Anderson. He he played well, but and he was on Morant there at the end. But Jar was so good, man, just getting that space with his quickness that he needed. I mean, yeah, you had Bazemore playing twenty five minutes. Wiggins played forty four minutes. Yeah. Absolutely, too much minutes for him, and then baseball, like you said, twenty-five. That's just way too much minutes for baseball at this point of his career. Yeah, Paul played thirty-eight in that game. So, yeah, like Looney was a negative fifteen, Bates was a negative ten, Mulder was a negative fourteen in his eight minutes. So the three guys had a positive uh, box plus minus. Where yeah, Curry with four. One Toscano Anderson with 11 and Jordan Poole with 9. 
Um, yeah, so that was their best three-man lineup. But yeah, Clay will be back next season. Um, and yeah, stop with the curry hate too, people. Oh, like, get the freaking team around him, man. Jesus. Oh, some of the tweets I saw after the after that game, eh? like just from you know dudes that are covering the game, they're just like doing the oh ha ha shame sort. Of. They, they had that kind of tone to their about stuff. Like, man, what do you expect from like the. I saw the one with uh, oh, they were like, oh, this is what happened when, you know, you can't get your shot off all the time. I was like, yeah, because he's getting triple fucking team. <laughs> can't get his fucking shot. Yeah, there's some bad ones, man. Oh, yeah, like the one was, the worst one was Steph can't create his own shot in the, in the, in the clutch. I'm like, fuck, do you, yes, act, if you actually really watch, you, you cannot possibly watch, but if if you watch a game and say that, like, what are you, what, like, hell? Surely you, surely you can't believe that, eh? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, oh, can't create, Steph can't create his own shot. Fucking hell, that is just. You're acting like he's um, Kyle Corver. Yeah. Just uh, pure catch and shoot. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get it. I don't know why. Yeah, it's weird. The hate on Steph is weird. Yeah, uh, Wizards smoked the paces in that other game to go mm. through. Uh, and they had they had it all over the paces that game. I watched all that one. It wasn't a pretty game, even though it was a big high scoring game. And Beal too, like he he still put up points, but he was pretty quiet to me. Like he didn't actually need to do much. Mm. Westbrook just controlled things and uh got the job done. Still carrying Andrew, you think? Yeah, I think so. Like he yeah. Yeah, he put up 17 shots. He was 9 of 17 on the floor, 25 points. But it was a very quiet 25 points. Uh, I was Gafford. Gafford's been playing well for them, man. I was quite impressed with him in that game. Um, Batan's starting to look a bit, bit better too. So, I, yeah, I mean, me and Aiden both haven't seen them. Uh, seen the Wizards versus Philly game, Twain. So, yeah. Uh, what are you sort of? Th- can the Wizards actually do anything against Philly? Mm, I I don't think so because like and just watching it and I was very very it was just a very boring game from game one for me like it was just it was like the Sixers were just going through the motions like they sort of understood that they could get whatever shot they wanted whenever they wanted even though the score ended up only being a seven point gap like if you wait actually watch the game the Sixers there was no there was no run from Washington where they did have their little runs where you felt like the Sixers were going to, you know, lose the lead or whatnot. Um, yeah, I, I, if it's not 4-0-4-1, I'll be surprised if they get a game off, to be honest. Um, Embiid wasn't even trying and he got ready. Um, if you're going to get Tobias Harris, they've got no one to guard. The, Tobias Harris had 30. Really just had an awful time trying to guard him. And, you know, if, if you try and double off Embiid, then you're going to leave four shooters or three shooters around. Yeah, I, I don't see that going any further. But just going back to the playing game, though, like shocked at the the way that the Pacers bowed out, given how they played against Hornets in the other playing game. Yeah, they like Brogdon tried, Sabonis <laughs> mm. tried, but man, you're just relying on guys like O'Shea proceed and yeah, dudes like that, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I was surprised how. Sorry, Aiden, of how well they beat the Hornets, but uh, you know, like 
Justin Holiday was pretty shitty, but yeah, he'd been solid throughout the year. But you know, the, Keelan Martin was playing twenty three min played twenty three minutes in that game, but it just it was like a jig league team too, basically. Like they, yeah, I mean TJ Warren not there, Miles Turner not there, yeah, Karis Levert, you know, like there's three of their five starters, so. Jeremy Lamb, also another one, not playing for them. So I, I can understand. Yeah. It was interesting to see that, I think it was today or yesterday, I read that, um, I think it was Kevin Pritchard, who's the Pacers general manager, sort of said that Nate Bjorken isn't guaranteed to have his job next year. So that's pretty telling on the earlier report where we read about him having lost the locker room. So maybe something to do with that. I'm not too sure. It's weird because they started really well, and it was they yeah. didn't start losing games until the, of these injuries. So, mm-hmm. so for me, like, is it the roster how the roster's built once these injuries happen? Like, I don't know. I, I think he deserves another go around personally yeah. because, like, you look at that team just there playing in the play-in. Well, like, January they team. were they were pushing for the second seed. They were tied with the second seed for a bit, you know. Yeah. Um, I think when when all went custard and after the Oladipo, like it started going down. I'm not saying that he had a because he wasn't great at all from what I saw of him yeah. in either Houston or Miami. But just after that trade, it, it sort of went downhill after that. And then, like you said, all the injuries popped up. And then after the All Star break, you heard the you know little rumblings about they don't really like Bjorken. And then you see, you know. Bit, you know, people, players on the sideline having a go at assistant coaches and all that sort of thing. So that was bad. That, yeah, that was pretty. Bad. So it's just been the year from hell for them, I, I guess. Yeah, to lose, <laughs> to win a play and then lose a play, yeah. like losing these playing games is pretty shitty. Like, <laughs> like it's cool going through them and making it in, but yeah, when you lose them, man, like it sucks. But especially the paces, you know, it always been it been in the playoffs for. Pretty much this whole decade. Oh, so consistent! One of the most consistent teams in the East every every year. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I think it, it was a pretty harsh statement from the GM there too. Mm. Right, it shows there are there's some concerns going on there yeah. behind the scenes. So, no smoke without fire. Yeah, yeah, not always true, but I think with this, yeah, with the GM saying that. You know, you got to sort of take that into consideration. So, but I, I think he deserves another go around personally. You know, yeah. So, yeah, gentleman sweep at at the minimum for Philly. Uh, I yeah. don't really have too much more to add there. Uh, what I do like about Philly is you sort of used your better lineup in that in that first game. You know, mm. you sort of this is now when you want to suss out that roster and then going deeper into the playoffs which yeah. you guys should do yeah. you want to sort of hone that hone those rotations in now so yeah. you start shortening them shortening them up you know yeah. maybe instead of 10 maybe get down to 9 8 sort of thing um just to get those guys in that you can trust and it looked like on um sunday, sunday when i watched them that they were just you know they were going it was, yeah they were going through the motion they were working on their shit too because they pretty much know against Washington anyway. If they just chuck the ball to MB, that's, you know, if not a guaranteed bucket, almost automatic. There's no one, no one on Washington about him. Like, I know Gafford's been playing well, but that's a mismatch there. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a mismatch against... Everyone, pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah, much, so, man. Yeah. And then if Toby's going to, you know, yeah, what he was in game one, that just made him even harder to beat. So, yeah, gentleman sweep um, or, you know, the clean sweep. That's what I think. Yeah, Toby has to be solid throughout this playoffs. Yeah. And then out of your Seth Curry and Danny Green, one of them has to have a good shooting night, I think. So if you get one of those guys, like, going four from seven or five from eight, you know, along with Toby having, you know, a good 20, 25 points. Mm. Like, it doesn't really matter what Simmons does because he's going to do all the other stuff. Yeah. And Embiid's going to beast mode anyway. So I think you, these role players, if one of them can go off, I think you're going to be in, in with a shot every game, I think, no matter who the opposition is, even the next. Yeah. Oh, just speaking of Simmons, I saw a lot of chatter after that game one, he only had six points. I was like, did you not fucking see what else he did? He had like 15 rebounds, 15 assists, like a couple steals and a block. So like, yeah, maybe he'd affect the game scoring-wise, but he's affecting it every other way. It's it just, doesn't... It doesn't... Yeah. It's, it's just that old it's that old garbage that I hear all the time. He doesn't score, doesn't score. It's like, well, you don't need to score when you're doing every fucking, everything else. Yeah, he literally doesn't need to score yeah, to yeah. be effective on this team. Like, I think you guys are actually better the less shots he takes. Yeah, I agree. You know, when he's unless it's transition. Yeah, when he's facilitating and, you know, he's the, you know, the organiser and everything, I feel like that's when we're the best. Um, so, yeah, I, I just heard a lot of chatter from, you know, those so-called analysts again. You know, he, didn't, he didn't score anything. He missed six free throws. I was like, yeah, but did they win or not? <laughs> like, that's the most important thing. Yeah. I mean, so... Going over from six is bad, but yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I was just about yeah, to say that. Like yeah. missing missing six is one thing. Going over six is something else. Um, also, like I, I agree with you guys mostly, but to have eight offensive rebounds and only six points is a little, you know, that I don't know. That tells me is like there needs to be some aggression there at certain points. You know, if you're getting an offensive rebound inside, you should be going straight back up. Straight back up. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, maybe they were long rebounds. I didn't see the game, so I can't say. But yeah, um, I do agree overall that you know you can't fault him when he had 15 assists, uh, 15 rebounds, eight of them offensive rebounds, which is yeah, that's extra insane. positions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had I'm more offensive concerned. rebounds than the Wizards' whole team. Yeah, and I'm not too concerned about it. I I, I feel like you, you know, when push comes to shove, um, it's not a big deal in round one. They're gonna beat the Wizards, you know. Move on, yeah. carry on. Yeah. This this might be the time for him to get his confidence though. So going into yes. round two, because round two you guys are going to have well, New York or Atlanta. You should get through what? them as well, but that'll be a way tougher series. Um, I'm a bit scared of Atlanta. Yeah. Like that. Um, fortunately, the last maybe three ever since Trey entered the league, mm. like Trey's always torched. Like every yeah. even in the regular season, he's always given them buckets. I don't even think I think we've only won like two games out of the every time we've played Trey or something like that. It's not many games that we've oh, wow. beaten the Hawks. Yeah, it's and from yeah. If any team is equipped to defend and beat, it would probably be the Hawks in the East. Yeah. Uh, I think I think out of any team, it'll be the Hawks in the East. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Nets got no one. Celtics got no one. Um, Knicks, you know, they no because Noel and Robinson are both out, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, they got no one. So yeah, the Hawks are the one that can best. And not even stop him, but just annoy him. Yeah. Yeah, Capella can give him... You, you know, got Capella, you got a Kongwu. 
Uh, I'm sure there's others. I mean, Collins, they got they got guys to throw at Embiid. Yeah, I wouldn't be throwing Collins at him, but yeah, yeah he's a good. stretch, is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, Capella and a Collins. I guess you can pull Embiid away from if you put Collins at the five, like because he can yeah, shoot a yeah, 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 so that sort of thing. So you know, it makes it easier for Dre to um, do a pick and roll and get to the rim or something like that. So yeah, I, I agree. There'll be a Okay, well, let's talk Knicks Hawks now. Who, who's going through out of this series, man? It was a great game, and Trey, Trey in his first playoff game, really stepped it up. Gave gave shit back to that Knicks crowd, which was it was great to see, man. I I like that from Trey. I think, I think if he could have that mental toughness in the playoffs, is is going to carry him, man. Like he gets beat up, especially like to, on defense too, and he cops a lot of shit. Just in general, for you, you know, like the drawing the fouls thing for sure, but you know, like he's he's changed his game a bit since McMillan's been here, and and it's just working a lot better. Like getting Bogdanovich more involved and having him on the ball too has really helped Trey out. So, man, I, I thought this was a really good game from him, and mm-hmm. and yeah, as you say, man, uh, Twain the Hawks are looking pretty scary, but man. I can't write those Knicks off. Like, no. they, Randall had a pretty bad shooting game in that game, and they were still right in it to the end there. That's what I was going to sort of say. Over the regular season, um, Randall had given them a headache every game that they played. Like, he had big numbers every game in the regular season. And I don't know, it may have been just, you know, first game jitters or whatever the case may be, but he was pretty bad in that um, first game. But they still were, you know, close to winning. I thought, of anyone on the Knicks, I was really impressed with RJ Barrett. Um, you know, young guy, first playoff series, he just stepped in like he'd, you know, played 50 to 100 games. You know, just, you know, well, his stat line wasn't anything great, but, you know, just if you watch the game, you saw that he had a calmness to his game and big pressure moments. So yeah, I was really impressed with him. They've they've got to sort out, like, Alfred Payton playing that many minutes. Like, I'm sorry, like he, and he only played eight. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was horrible. Like, yeah, it, it was really bad when he was out there. It was just they've got to do something. Like Tibbs needs to either, you know, let Rose, you know, become the you know prominent point guard or get quickly some minutes. Um, I would actually like them to RJ have more like um initiating the offense a little bit more rather than him just yeah. you know, sitting on the wing. I'd rather would I see RJ and Randall in the pick and roll and make the Hawks make a decision that way because <clears> even <throat> though you know it's his second year, but RJ's pretty easily built dude as well. Like he's six, was it six six or something? Six, six seven, six, I think. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Round there. And he's, yeah, and he's quite a big dude. Like watch him play. So like I would like to go to the rim way more than he's been doing. So yeah, uh, it's gonna be. I I, I hope that my personal, you know, selfish reasons I don't want the. Um, Sixers playing the Hawks, but it would be just a cool story to see that you know the Knicks and they after all the nonsense that them and their fans have gone through to actually get to the second round again. That'd be cool. That'd be a cool story. Yeah, especially with Tibbs too. Like, mm. you know, man, shit he cop. Yeah, and uh, it's just yeah, it's a rags to riches story for them this season. Mm. Well, I had them right down the bottom. I think ninety nine percent of people did. Yeah, I did as well. <laughs> Derek Rose on the team. Yeah, I'd like to see if they do give up Payton, get Payton out of the starting lineup. I'd rather see quickly in there. I like Derek Rose in that six-man role. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and as you say, man, RJ is a bit of more of a ball handler. 
would be cool to see. Uh, but Payton too, maybe you just just get him in there to hack the shit and just harass the shit out of Trey as much as he mm. can. That just like that's your only job, just to think, like punish Trey. I think I think going forward they need to like let um, the defense. Like if I was coaching, I would be like and get Trey to go back to the old hero ball shit that he was doing. Yeah. Like rather than getting you mm. know everyone else involved, let let Trey get us and you know let him dribble the air out of the ball. I feel like that would be best possible way for the Knicks to win because, you know, at the moment, that ball movement, it's too hard for them to stop. Like, they've got so many different options. Yeah, and they don't, like, the Hawks only had 17 assists in that game. Mm. Trey Young had 10 of them. Yeah, it's the hockey assists, the second Mm, and third passes that are clearing up those shots. So, you know, even though it was only 17, like, if you, you know, watch the game and all that, like, you can just see the balls just zipping around. So, you know, if we if the Knicks can somehow stop that sort of thing, it's you know it's ice tray time. Then I think that would be a mm. win for the Knicks. Yeah, it's a pretty underrated point because mm. contrary to popular belief, Trey Young's not actually a great shooter. No. Um, if you go by percentages, he's below league average, and I think he was last season as well. Um, but he only took three threes in this game, and he he hit one of them, but. So, yeah, that's what you sort of got to do, like force him into taking those long, bad threes. Um, yeah, I think that's yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, going back to what you said, Carl, if you're talking about putting in Peyton to just be a pest, wouldn't you be better using Frankie Smokes in that case? Well, that's true, too. I mean, both because, are good defenders. Yeah, Frankie Smokes is better, though. On the game one, didn't they bring him, bring him in cold? And I hate that. Like, Frankie that Smokes played one minute. Yeah, they I think he in. was right at the end there too. Yeah, it was, yeah it was the, it was, I think it was the last play. Whereas I don't like like even though he's known as a you know defender or whatnot. Mm. Yeah, I don't yeah, like guys. Just, yeah. He, he, like yeah, yeah, he wasn't even playing much in the region. You got to let yeah. the, these guys build the confidence. So like chucking yeah. him into that situation, I thought that was one that, that was a bad call from Tibbs. So predictions. Here, here you go. Go through this. <sighs> Selfishly, want the Knicks to go through, but I just think the Hawks got too much talent. Like, where's where's that scoring, second scoring, or third option going to come from for the Knicks? Like, if Julius Alex Tano, Burks, man, Alex Alex Burks. Burks. <laughs> twenty-seven yeah. points in twenty-six yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah, is that something you can, we can count on though? Like for a series, no. I don't think so. I mean, so, he was he was actually he was really good uh, at Golden State last season. Yeah. And then he Until he got traded to Philly, yeah, and fell off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. It's hard, man. I, I seven or six, but ultimately the talent here gets the Hawks the job the job done for them. You know, it's just gonna be, it, the Knicks are gonna find the heart to find someone to guard Trey. Mm. I think if the Knicks can just even focus on everyone else and just get Trey to his thing, yeah, just let sort of let Trey shoot. Even yeah. I, I know that sounds weird, but yeah, hero ball sort of thing. Yeah, oh yeah, as you said before. Yeah. Um, I'm picking the Knicks in a slugfest too. Yeah, they got they got to get dirty, you know. Bring back the Ewing and Anthony Mason style, you know, you know rough him up yeah, a bit, you know, you know, you know, when he coming off screens, give him a quick bow in the chest. Just yeah, yeah, know. like you know, make them make them lose their cool. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Show them what it's about. So, uh, honestly, yeah. uh, for selfish reasons, I would love the Knicks to win. Knicks fully in the second round. Oof. Yeah, I ninety seven. 
I'm I'm fine with either team to be honest. I, I like both teams, mm. um, but I I think it's going to be Atlanta. They've just been they've been a whole different team since Nick McMillan came aboard, and uh, yeah, I just think they're going to carry it on to the next round. Smokey too is um, DeAndre Hunt was pretty good in game one as well, and if they can get you know what he was anything near yeah. what he was in the beginning of the year, it's, it's going to be too much for the next handle. Yeah, especially if he yeah. hit shots, man. Mm. It just opens it right up for them. Yeah, like the yeah the Hawks just got you know they're pretty deep. Yeah. They got a whole bunch of guys that can go off on any given night. Like you know Col- Collins, Hunter, Trey, Bogdanovich, Gallinari. Although he's hasn't looked at this year when he's played. Yeah, uh, Lou Kevin Will, Huerta. Kevin yeah. Huerta, yeah, Tony Snell, Tony Snell, fifty fifty hundred, yeah. Is Chris Dunn still on there? Or? No, he's, he's still he's on there. He's, uh, he's been he injured, injured for most of the season. I think ACL, uh, too, I think it was. So, yeah, they're probably just bringing him back slow. Mm. He signed a three-year contract. He'll, he'll get playing time. Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Celtics, is there much to talk about here? Like, it, it's, it's, a, it's guaranteed Brooklyn's going through, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'd be surprised if uh, Boston avoid a sweep, to be honest. Like, yeah, I agree, man. It just seems too easy for Brooklyn. Mm. Yeah, it really does. Joe, <laughs> I, I saw today Joe. I think it was at halftime at sixteen. If he's getting buckets, it's that's a wrap, man. Like, <laughs> like if it he's is, going off like that, he was four or four from three or something. Yeah, at, at halftime. Today's oh, game. That, no, that might have been like... that might have been the first quarter. Oh. He was he was a hundred percent at one point in the game. He. If you if you know you got to worry about those two, but then if, if guys like him and Shamit and you know Blake are getting double digit scoring, it's Celtics. I think they they're just wanting this season from healthy. You know they're trying. I saw today that you know pressured on Kyrie, and I was just like, yeah, no, nah, this ain't working either. Nothing's gonna work. Celtics played literally everybody today. Yeah. <laughs> Romeo Langford played 18 minutes. Even, yeah, like Luke Cornett, uh, Simi Ogilvy, they all got off the bench as well. Um, one thing that sort of kind of got, didn't really get noticed um, in the first game between these two, because I watched that one. Mm. Fucking Time Lord was everywhere, man. Yeah, he had like nine blocks. Oh, 11, nine points, 11 points, nine rebounds, nine blocks in only 23 minutes. He's... And one of those blocks, he blocked a James Harden step back three. Yeah, no one blocks that shot, man. Nah. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like he was everywhere. I think there was one I saw, or oh, someone under the hoop. I can't remember who it was. He, oh, that was Claxton. He blocked Claxton. Yeah. Then yeah. He, you know, Claxton got the ball and went up again. He blocked him again. I was like, Fuck yeah. this guy, man. He's yeah. insane. Second jump. Yeah. Yeah, second jump. Yeah. Got him on the second yeah, jump. Nah, yeah. You know, Time Lord, he really impressed me. He's someone I've always kind of been a bit of a fan of, but, like, you know. Is there any was... reason why they didn't more minutes? Like, is is it because does he get into foul trouble a lot? Or is it... Bit of foul um, trouble. I think that is it. Going, he goes too aggressive for the blocks. I mean, in game two, he had 5,017. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, some, he's, he's sort of like a cross of, like, Mitchell Robinson and Andre Drummond sometimes. Mm. He just does some dumb shit now and then. Early 
early DJ, early DJ at the Clippers, that type of, you know, just always, you know, going, you know, getting himself into foul trouble all the time. Yeah. But when he, when he learns to, like, yeah, when he learns to just stay on his feet a bit more, mm. and he's, he's going to be a problem there. Yeah. He could be starting too, by the way. Yeah. Get fucking Tristan Thompson the fuck out of there. Yeah, it's over for him. Uh, yeah. And poor old Kimber, man, just still copping shit, Kimber, like he has all year. Yeah, uh, man, Celtics fans, like you, you, the ones that are bad mouthing Kimber, you guys can go fuck yourselves. Like, like he plays hard, and like he gets criticised for smiling and shit like that. Like it's it's weird. <laughs> like, you know how Boston fans are, though. They're yeah, really I know. Like, that, yeah, they're being dickheads, man. Yeah. Honestly, like. You know, your whole team's struggling and you take it out on Kimber. Like, literally the nicest guy in the league. Like, cut it out, man. I'm just yeah, jealous that you got Terry Rozier, man. That's all. Yeah, that that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, yeah, hindsight 2020. I, like, yeah. fucking worked out brilliantly for you guys. Yeah. I still like Kimber, though. I, th- I think he's getting a... You know, people saying he's washed. Like, that's, that's crazy. Like, he's not... Putting up Charlotte numbers because he doesn't have to put up Charlotte numbers. You guys got fucking Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Not at the moment, though, Jalen Brown, but, you know, like two of the best young wings in the game. Like, mm. Kimber doesn't have to carry the team. Well, who else in his whole run at Charlotte did he have? Like, I've got a name who. Al Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, that's who it was. Al Jefferson. Other than that, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Al Jefferson like. was uh, in, in their first season together. Al Jefferson was very close to an all star level player. And then um, Batum was supposed to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, and then, he, and then he took the money and decided to just chill. Um, Lance Stevenson wasn't they? He sort of he was a, he was a big signing that didn't work yeah. out, but we actually yeah. bought him out, and then he went mm. back to the Pacers. Um, and then we had like Jeremy Lin had a really good year with us. He yes, was um, six, yeah. six six man of the year candidate, and well, then yeah, he left and we replaced. Yeah, and we replaced yeah. them with Ramon Sessions. Uh, you know, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like Jeremy Lamb, Tony Parker. Yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy Lamb was decent. Tony Parker was a little past it, but he actually started playing well towards the end of the He had um, excellent shot maker Michael Kogrukas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, we Kaminsky. never had anyone close. Oh, don't even bring his fucking well, name up. You know, it's, you know every Fuck. podcast you've done with Brian Kaminsky. Oh, right. Was there, not, like, was, fuck was there not another single point scorer during run? I find that hard to believe. I don't, man. I don't think there is. No, that's crazy, nah. man. Yeah, I think even Al Jefferson was like sort of eighteen and nine 18, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I sure mean, he was in twenties. I'm sure that one good year he had. The year he uh, made third point I think he was twenty-one. I think if you, I'm pretty sure you're right, Carl. He was pretty close to... Um, he was unstoppable in the post yeah. season. He was. He was a beast, yeah. Wasn't that the I, year yeah. that um, they signed? Yes, seven games. Yeah. And then yeah. um, game six, LeBron, yeah. one of our fans yelled something at Dwayne Wade. And 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 then Dwayne Wade's like, okay. And then game seven, we just got owned. So whoever that fan was, fuck you. <laughs> uh, oh, no, you're right. He was. 22 points. Oh, 22 22 yeah. and 11. He made 13 in OMBA. He was really good that year. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he probably should have made the All-Star game too, to be honest. Agreed. Speaking of the Heat, Heat and the Bucks. Now, Heat had it all over the Bucks last season, and that's tearing on his head this for this playoffs. Is it because of the man, 
Drew Holiday or are the Bucks just playing a bit different system or well is it a, is it a bit of is it a bit of everything and Miami's just not as good as they were last season? Well, if you're missing all your outside shots doesn't really help, does it? <laughs> no, you don't have playoff eight, time. Eight of twenty eight. Yeah. <laughs> Although they, they made a whole bunch in game one and still lost. That game Didn't one was they... really good. Uh, I've got to find the numbers now, but they made like a record number of threes while losing a playoff game or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, um, well, it was 109-107 was the first game. And Middleton hit that very hard elbow fadeaway to win the that's game. A, that's a pretty shot to watch. Yeah, he's got a nice jump shot, Middleton. Mm. I think I think going back, I a reason Iguodala playing way too much for the Heat. Like, I think combined... Like, Especially Ariza. Ariza, yeah, you can't be playing him anything more than 12 minutes, if that. And I think game he one... He played 38, 38 yeah. minutes in game one. Yeah, like, they're too much. Like, surely there's someone else that, you know, they can find, but obviously, you know, no one's going to step up and take that. But, yeah, um, I think Jimmy is not shooting that well as well. Vintages um, are really low, so... Yeah, he shot yeah. terribly in both games. Deadman um, Deadman took more shots than fucking Jimmy Butler in a playoff game. It, you're not going to win playoff games with that, no, happening. No. Kendrick Nunn took the most shots on the team in yeah. game two. I can I is, can live with that, but Butler's got to Butler's got to yeah take the onus here more, man. Like and Tyler Hero too, only five shots. Like uh, he's been really rub oh not rubbish, but had a really Tyler bad. Hero is is. Yeah. He's a fraud, man. Bubble yeah. fraud. Get out of here. <laughs> they should have traded him to Houston. Got Harden, yeah. yeah. They wouldn't have. give him up. Not given up Hero. Yeah. Was it Hero and Robinson? It was Hero and then a couple of their big contracts and a pick. And they said yeah. they weren't giving up Hero. Like, fucking stupid. Yeah, a Linux. Well, it was a Linux, Hero, someone yep. else, and a pick. Yeah. It was a no-brainer. Yeah. It was a no-brainer yeah. you get hard any day. Yeah. It's, yeah, um, his sophomore to, season's been... Just to go back to game one, the Heat hit 23s and the Bucks hit five. Oh, well, wow. I didn't realise it was only five. Yeah. And the free throw discrepancy wasn't that bad either. The Bucks hit 20 free throws and the Heat hit 15. Wow. Yeah, when the but, game yeah, and the so, discrepancy of threes, man, that's yeah. that's nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, if you hit twenty yeah. threes in a game, you usually think you'd be pretty on or well on your way to winning. Yeah, yeah. Well, that it, it's got to be. It, I I sure I read that it was one of the most, if not the most, threes made by someone in a playoff game to then go on and lose the game. Sounds right. I I, I, I might have misread it, but it, it's something like that. Yeah, uh, that sounds right to me. Can the Heat, you know, grab a couple here, make the series interesting, or is it is it over? I think they can if they want to. Like they've got the talent. Like it's, but yeah, but you you got to cut Ariza's minutes right down. They're missing Crowder, eh? They really yeah, are. yeah, hundred percent. Um, you need guys like Hero and Duncan Robinson to step up. Yeah. Like even Duncan Robinson hasn't been that great this year, um, and then yeah, Dragic has got to do his thing. 
Uh, they need to stop playing so many players. They, they played 11 players. Yeah, they got to shorten up that rotation. Oh, uh, 14. No, they played 14 players in game two. I mean, I guess some of that was probably garbage yeah, time. Yeah, it was but even garbage then, time. Was so even then, on. shorten it up. Like, yeah, I'd cut. Like, Jimmy's used to playing heavy minutes. So cut Ariza's minutes, put Jimmy's minutes, put Bam's minutes. Get Hero in there. Hopefully he gets into a flow. Uh, and they might steal one or two, but I think the Bucks have been too good. I think they take the series. Yeah. Drew's been excellent playmaking and his defense. Yeah. You know, he's just yeah. given them that different, you know, different you know, that different option that they needed last year. It's been awesome. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He's just, like, just such a much better fit than uh, Bledsoe. Uh, yeah, he had 15 assists in game two. Just imagine if they had Bogdanovich. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, insane. Uh, Dave Vincenzo, I've like, I've never really liked him to be that much, to be honest. But I think he's a ser- he's can be seriously. a serviceable player. But yeah, people were touting him as like a future all star. I never saw that. Yeah, yeah, I just can't see it. And he's he's a solid player. But yeah, like, and if these role players on the Bucks hit shots, yeah, Forbes. Man, they're going to be tough. You like Forbes, Forbes and uh, Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis had a pretty he's good a season good overall. He has. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to them in Brooklyn around too. Like, that's going to be a bloodbath, man. It's going to be a hell of a series. Yeah. And they've got guys that can match up on these guys too. Yeah. Like, you know, you got Giannis, Drew, and Middleton as yeah. for how good they are offensively. They're defensively are really good. Defensively, they mm. may be the and best three-man unit in any starting DJ Tucker too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Condenton too. He he's 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 underrated, I think, defensively. Yeah. The last regular um, season game that they played, um, Drew was in Kyrie's back pocket and frustrating him. So yep, you know, yep. that's you know that's a matchup I'm looking forward to. And then there's something with Giannis and KD. I don't know what it is, but there's something there's something there. I don't know if you guys have noticed it in the past. There's you know a bit of little bit of tension there. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Right? It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Really good, uh, man. And and that last game of the regular season too, or the, their last meetup in the regular season, PJ Tucker and, and Durant got into it as well. Like they, they got mates, into, they? they got oh, quite, yeah, they got quite heated yeah. though. Yeah, but Tucker, uh, I think Tucker's one of those guys that gets on with everyone because that's sort of how he gets his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> man, he's got like the wickedest shoes. Yeah, I love that story of the the Carmelo Anthony shoes. Yeah, the- he didn't know Carmelo didn't know he had. Yeah, Carmelo's <laughs> like, how did you do that? It's crazy. All right, on to the West. Uh, well, Mello, we'll start with Mello. Portland, Denver, one apiece. And this Jokic-Nurkic battle has been good to watch, even though Jokic had it over him, just the game gone to tie up the series. But Nurk played him pretty well in that first game. I was... Quite impressed that's how he did. He like, was, that's because he was fouling him and the refs weren't calling it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jokic had to hit some hard shots against them. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. They made him work. But, the, yeah. The, that is I'm true. Not saying the, I'm not saying the reason Denver lost was because of the refs, because Portland hit a lot of three. I think a franchise record for threes. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. So, you know, like full credit to Portland. But. Jokic got hammered every time he got the ball in the paint, and they hardly, hardly called any fouls for him. Yeah, he, he went beast mode scorer 
in that second game. Yeah. 15 to 20. Yeah. Um, Jokic only points. shot four three throws. Jokic only shot four three throws in game one. Yeah, uh, six and six game two. Still not much for how much mm. battling he does down there. Yeah. Like he, he's in amongst it, even though he does play Mac from out on the perimeter. But yeah, it's it's not much compared to yeah, like Portland uh, Dame shooting like thirteen. But Dame's always getting to the line. Mm. Um, but Norm Powell had as many free throw attempts as as yeah. And and Powell Powell's one of those guys who can get into the bucket, but like he just doesn't have the usage. Mm. Like he just won't do it, especially with Dame and CJ there too. So this, think, this is going to be a tight series. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Um, I think where the edge is going to come from is like I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Gumpazo's guarding Dame. <laughs> that's yeah. not that's not ideal. It's funny because, like, they made their deal for Gordon at the deadline, you know, thinking, oh, yep, you know, we've got our backcourt sorted. And then in the space within, yeah. you know, two, three yeah. months, their backcourt yep. gets wiped out. And then of all the matchups they could possibly have played, they had to go against one of the better backcourts in the league. So, I don't, you know, I know they went well in game two. You think over time, you know, Dame and CJ are going to start getting the upper hand here. Yeah, it's funny you, you mentioned that, eh? Because like AG's like the perfect guy to, you know, guard, yeah. Even like Luca and LeBron, Kawhi, you know, all mm. those guys. Yeah. And, and then Portland's the only team that has like no big wings with like big yeah. scoring threats. Like Roko's shot the ball terribly this year. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so. he's going to have to start chasing Dame and CJ around off screens and, you know, off the pick and roll. And that's just going to zap his energy. You know, Dame's Dame. CJ's, you know, he's a pretty, you know, he's a real good scorer himself. So I just think it's a, like going forward, it's a bad matchup for Denver at this point in time, which sucks because, you know, like I said four weeks ago, the narrative's going to be, you know, because Jokic will win the MVP. And if they go out, you know, round one, the narrative's going to be, oh, he shouldn't have deserved it, blah, 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 you know, yeah. that sort of thing, which sucks because, you know, it's something that he can't control. You know, and he didn't ask for Jamal Murray and, you know, Will Barton and everyone else. You're going to ask for Austin Rivers to be their starting yeah, team. Well, yeah, yeah, oh, there we go. That's not ideal as well if he's your starter in the playoff series. Um, I will just, for real quick, with Campazo, I don't think he's actually a bad defender. He just gives up too much height because he's only yeah. like 5'10". Oh, um, he, he goes hard, man. He goes yeah, real hard. And he, like, in game one, Dane was getting really frustrated with him, actually said some words to him because Campazo was constantly in his face. So Dane had to get a bit more creative with the screens and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there was a game near the end. Of, I think it was Steph Curry, uh, one of the last games of the regular season, um, got into it with Campazo for the same reason. And Campazo so, don't give a shit either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably hardly <laughs> understands. I, I, there was, I remember he did an interview earlier this year, and he was trying to say something was good, and he said it was terrible because he didn't understand. He got the English wrong. So he probably <laughs> doesn't even know what those guys are saying to him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was um, just harassing the shit out of Dame. Like, that steal, we yeah. just stripped it from him, man. And Dame's like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, so, like, yeah. you know, there's a chance that Campazo could get into the head of, of Dame or CJ if he's on him. Mm. But I think, yeah, the weak leak here is, is Austin Rivers for sure. Um, not only is he not great defensively, but he takes shots. that he He is what Michael Porter Jr. was last year, taking shots that he shouldn't. 
early in um, the obviously shot yeah um there was in game one there was a couple of times where he missed Jokic wide open and one of those resulted in him taking a step back contested three that he airballed yuck yeah um <laughs> One guy that uh, really impressed me, I'd actually never heard of him. I think he was a late-season pickup. Um, Marcus Howard for Denver. Yeah, mm. good shooter, eh? Yeah. yeah, really good really good shooter, really good good at getting to the basket and stuff as well, like good scorer. Um, but, he's, yeah, he's only little as well. Like, yeah, the yeah Denver's going to really struggle with against that Portland backcourt mm. for sure. Yeah, I can just see Jokic just going in the full-on beast mode, eh? Oh, he's got yeah, to have what? to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. MPJ. He, yeah, had... MPJ has to be the step up here too. He's got to. He's got to hit his shots. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's got, he's got he's... to. has got be taking twenty shots, man, a game. Yeah. He has yeah. to. And he's and he's got to be hitting half of them. Mm. Yeah. And he can. He he's got the ability to put up twenty shots a game. Yeah. Uh, he can get a shot up. I don't think there's a pro- issue there, especially against Portland. Like. Like Roko's, you know, he's gonna he's gonna be decent, but you know, as he said, he's a better help defender rather than your yeah one on one type guy. Like MPJ should be able to just get a shot up, and on MPJ him, so. should be able to shoot over him. Yeah, you know, he's six ten, six eleven. Like it shouldn't he should be like Kevin Durant? It like yeah, he's not the same player as Kevin Durant. Like there's been, there was a whole thing on that people comparing him to Kevin Durant because he can shoot him because he's tall, but they're not the same player. But He's got that advantage over defenders like Rocco, who, yeah, Rocco gives up like four or five inches to him. Yeah, and Powell so, guarded him too. So it's like, yeah, and Powell's, Powell's only 6'4. 6'4, if that is, 6'3. 6'3, 6'4. So, yeah. Um, it's funny because I tweeted out, no, I put it on Facebook. I, com- I complimented Michael Porter Jr.'s jump shot. Um, and then he immediately went ice cold for the rest <laughs> of the game. So. So, yeah, that's what happens, I guess. That's what happens when you don't have your vaccination for COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, old MPJ. Right, we will move over to... Are we doing... Which... Are you going to do predictions? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Go for it. No, I, I, it, this one... I think this one has the potential to go seven. Mm. Um, I think... I'm going Portland in seven. It's it's really tough. I think I'm gonna go Denver because I think Jokic just like I think he's still got another level too. Even though he just put up 38, I think he's got another level. I think he can really really take over if he wants to. But yeah, it, it, Denver will go as um, Michael Porter Jr. goes and as Aaron Gordon goes. Like Aaron Gordon's got to help out. Um, a bit more too, especially if you know defensively he hasn't got such a you know a challenge, such a challenging assignment. If he's on Rocco, or I guess when Mello's on, or maybe Norm Powell, like they play Norm Powell at small forward quite a bit. So, but yeah, Aaron Gordon needs to step up. Michael Porter Jr. needs to step up. Austin Rivers needs to maybe go away. But they they need someone like Rivers though. In saying all that, yeah, yeah, yeah but not when Jokic is on, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, if Jokic is off the floor, like Rivers is your guy to shoot the yeah. ball. Yes, but when when Jokic is on, I reckon maybe they should have Monte Morris on more. But Monte yeah, Morris played thirty minutes in game two. I was 
like I was wondering why they don't play him much and you know crunch coming back from injury. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah he had thirty minutes. Game two. If you yeah, if you get thirty minutes that would be you're clear to, you know, play for, you must not be injured anymore if you're getting that mm. much time. I mean, yeah, he had twelve point seven assists. Mm. So, you know, it's it's a pretty good line. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would get more minutes to Monte Morris with Jokic and I would have Rivers be the scorer when Jokic needs to rest. Let him and Michael Porter Jr. just light things up. Yeah, I think you just put in Mont Morris instead of Rivers into that starting lineup. Yeah. It's not like they're going to be like, because Cam Parzo Morris is a small backcourt. Yeah. But it's not like they're getting beaten up. By yeah. Damon but so C- is Damon CJ. It's like yeah. it's a small backcourt. So, yeah, I think you can do that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Denver. I, I think. Uh, Michael Malone, Michael Malone. He correct. Did you see oh, him correct that? Yes, I saw yeah, that. That yeah. was weird because he's always yeah. been known as Mike Malone, and then he's you know they're losing, and the reporter says Mike, and he's like, it's actually Michael. Like, oh, okay, mate. I was <laughs> listening to the Simmons podcast uh, last yeah. night, and because um, apparently because Rosillo and Cassidy, you know, must have been you know worked together on you know ESPN and whatnot, and he actually brought it up on the podcast. And, yeah. Cassidy sort of said, oh, no, you know, nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong. He was just under stress, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, nah, if I yeah. say he made a point, you know, make sure you corrected his name correctly. So I thought that was a bit of a dick, honestly. Like, yeah, it was, it was yeah. a bit weird. But, you know, yeah. like, I guess under under stress, like, she, mm. she handled it like a champ. Like, yeah. she even tweeted, she even tweeted out an apology um, afterwards as well, um, which, you know, wasn't necessary. But she obviously doesn't give a shit. So I guess we don't really have to either. It I just, weird. it was weird. Weird yeah, it was weird. Really weird, weird because he's never had an issue with being called Mike in his until career yeah. until right now. Um, but I think he's a better coach than Terry Stotts um, overall. So I think I think it could come down to that. A bit. Is he? I, I think he is. Yeah, I think he is. Um, yeah, I mean, I especially Stotts, this season. I think Stotts I, gets like he's been copping a bit of shit as of yeah, late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, and, I defended him, and that's when they were yeah. saying fire Stotts. Um, but I think this season, um, yeah, his, his, yeah, his rotations have been a little odd and stuff. I, I think I think Malone can outcoach him. Yeah, mm. I'd I'd lean Malone as the better coach, like slightly. Yeah. Uh, I think Stotts has copped it, like for his roster making, like how yeah. they built that team. Like hey, they've they've gone deep and not deep every year, but they've gone deep in the playoffs and they've been to the playoffs every year since he's been mm. there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Malone's brought this young squad up, you know, through yep. you know, Jamal Murray, Jokic. Like, yep. Jokic was a second-round pick. They haven't had any big stars, and he's developed yeah. the guys pretty good, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, people people forget that when he came to Denver, they, you know, they weren't this team. No, um, they were bad. And, and, and you and you look at what he was doing with Sacramento before they fired him, too. Like, yeah, he yeah, had them, I think. Eight? Yeah, yeah. From what I yeah, yeah. I think they were at uh, at, at five hundred at that point of the season when he got fired, and then yeah, Demarcus Cousins got he, like he was the only coach I've seen to reign in Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he got you know the axe for whatever reason. Yeah, because they wanted to do cherry because, uh, because Vladi Divac and and Vivek are idiots. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going Denver in seven. Twain, I'm going. I'm going Portland. Like, 
I know, you know, Aiden made some great points, you know, with, you know, Jokic, you know, he's got another step up, and I, I think he'll do that too. But Dame, man, he's just got that mm-hmm. track record in the playoffs. You know, he knows, you know, how, what to do, and he's in, you know, he's really clutch and all that. And just given the shortage of, you know, quality backcourt play for um, Denver, I think it's just going to be a hard matchup for them, you know, try and stop those two, especially if. Like, CJ hasn't been great these first two games. Like, if he can start getting it going, you know, 25, 27, 30 points himself, like, it's going to be too hard for them, I think. So, I, I, I would say yeah, it's going to be tight. I'll say. Yeah, it's not like Rivers is going to be stopping CJ. Nah. Yeah. It's it's good good series anyway. Mm. Like, either one of those teams, like, Damon Jokic aren't going to, you know, just fall over. They're going to go down fucking boring, man. So... I think the key is um, Nurkic. That's the key. Like, yeah. if he can do yeah. what in game one more consistently, then that's where Portland get them. But if he's just, if he can't do anything like he was in game two, then it's going to be Denver. Like, he needs to be, you know, be able to stop uh, Nurkic. But then at the same time, he's going to be, he's going to be asked, you know, give up his, his 12, you know, a couple assists here and there. So he's going to be able to. Has to contribute on both way, um, both ways himself to you know get Portland to the next round. I feel. Yeah, I agree with that. Just really, just making a one on one with him and Jokic, just like yeah. just like the other used to back when they were both on the Nuggets. So, is there something? Is there, speaking of those two, is there like some sort of beef between those two? Yeah, there was a bit. Like Nurk, that's why Nurk wanted to get traded because Denver yeah. like, well, we're going to play this guy. Because he's mm. going to be real awesome in the next side. No, I'm awesome. I'm the guy. I'm mm. not but the second round pick, dude. I don't think Jokic ever did anything himself. He just nah, was, ended was up being better than Nurkic. And, and mm. Nurkic took it personal. Like, yeah, him having beef with the franchise of Denver makes sense. But him having personal beef with Jokic seems petty. Mm. But, you know, whatever whatever motivates you. If, it, if it's what helps you know him play better, then cool. But like yeah. you know, how many years has it been? <laughs> you know, yeah, like four. six. Yeah, yeah. Four, you know, it might be it might be time to sort of move on. I just noticed every time that they've played each other, there seems to always be a bit of extra shit from Jokic. Like yeah, he's always yeah, seems yeah. to be a bit more on edge rather than Jokic. So I yeah. don't know. Maybe just the, it's. I I still remember the first season he was traded there. Portland beat out Denver for the eighth seed. And mm. and Nurkic tweeted and like with you know said something like funny that or something along those like, you know mm. just took a little little shot something yeah like that. I like it I like having those little rivalries in there it's good yeah, yeah, yeah. good for the I game I mean yeah it is it is I just yeah it's I think his reasons for hating Jokic are a bit a bit petty. yeah yeah definitely petty no it's like Jokic's fault he's like one of the best centers yeah I don't think Jokic really cares he doesn't no he doesn't he don't give oh, a shit. Well. <laughs> Yeah, love you because she's awesome. Uh, right, Memphis versus Utah, the eight seed versus the one. Memphis upset Utah game one, man. Like, not many people booking that one. So, Jar again, Dylan Brooks had the big game. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. I, I think I'm the only one that's actually like stand for Brooks, and he's coming <laughs> yeah, through. I think, I think you are. <laughs> 
oh man he he took some shots that no one should ever have any business like <laughs> those shots that even if steph curry took them you'd the be like whoa slow, slow down slow down a little bit there mate the but they were going in is unreal yeah. like yeah yeah just for you know he's basically a you know glorified like glorified free and d guy given his you know he's <laughs> the number two option on memphis but on any other team he's just a your regular three and d guy but jesus like you said aiden some of the shots like the ball still even attempt something like that yeah i agree yeah you're uh, always leading, always leading to those don't give a shit guys and brooks one of those <laughs> guys man but like, he's it's... just one of those dudes you want on your t- like you know the old going and battle of the trenches man like it's very you, want, brooks, you like don't it. yeah you don't want freaking excuse paul george you want dylan brooks he's going yeah man i'm there i'm ready to um, fight i'm going down in flames yeah but i'm here man like i think you can and marcus smart he's a bit of marcus smart in him too like yeah you know how marcus smart takes those yeah. crazy shots yeah. but yeah. you know on the defensive end man he's going to give it everything and mm. brooks does like i him harassing curry in that playing game Man, I, I think they might have been one of the better defensive performances on Curry, individually and as a team, on Curry that I've seen. Like, he just played him so well, but he just did not let go of Curry's shirt that whole game. He was just like, "I'm on you the whole game," and and it worked, and they and they they beat Curry. So, I mean, the the thing with Brooks though. Is- no, he's going to have a game like this, but he's also going to have a game where he just loses the game for you. Yeah, 0 for 12 because, or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, like, yeah, 4 for 25 or something like that. Like, he's... He just... He reminds me, in terms of his mentality, of Antoine Walker. Yeah. Or, or Dion, Dion Waiters, for a more recent example. Um... What is what's the famous Dion Waiters quote? I'd rather go 0 for 20 than 0 for 4 because if you go 0 for 4, it means you stop shooting. Like, <laughs> like that's that's Dylan Brooks to a T, man. And like you know, he had a great game one, but he's going to have to do that all series for Memphis to have a chance. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And like if, he's still it, inconsistent as hell. Yeah. Like and and Taylor Jenkins, who I think has actually done a very underrated job with this squad. Um, like he doesn't get mentioned in like the the coach of the year things when you know no one picked Memphis to be a playoff team this year or last year. I mean mm. they didn't quite make it last year, but you know they were battling for it. Um, Taylor Jenkins has to sort of learn when to rein Brooks in. If he's taking those shots and they're not falling, he's got to say, "Hey, hey, you know, like chill Settle now. Down. Like yeah. this is now you you know it's not working. Let's try something else." Um, I think you can't really bench him because of the defensive tenacity, mm. um, especially because in game one they didn't have Donovan Mitchell, but he's back for game two, so they sort of need someone to be that irritant um, for someone like Mitchell. But yeah, you got yeah. And I, I think how Jenkins coaches him. Yeah, I get what you mean. I, I get what you mean, but to me, you just can't even look at like. Sometimes you just need those guys on your team, but I, I, I get, I get it. I get, I get these bad shots, but yeah, there's just like something the effort, about Carl? it, man. 
you like, effort. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just, it's like a boost, right? It's just, like, it's just a, everyone else will play better with a guy like that. Yeah, because they'll have to, because he's going to miss 20 shots. <laughs> you bring up a game where he's missed 20 shots. I, I oh, don't. Uh, if I go through his box scores, I'll find one, don't you? Yeah, do it. Do it. Um, I want to see it. I actually I, do want to see it, just out of interest to see you. Like, I had him I, on fantasy quite a bit this year. There were some, there were some stinkers there. There were, there were, there was a few minus games I remember. <laughs> oh yeah, there, there will be. But then you look, then you look at the rest of the squad too. Like, yeah. sometimes like Morant's not a good outside shooter. Mm-hmm. Jaron Jackson hasn't been there all year. Cole Anderson is not an outside shooter. Like sometimes he's sort of forced into that position too, where he's got to take a shot because I agree with that. Yeah, I I know it's there's definitely he's definitely does some dumbass shots. Uh, that's for sure. His, his, his issue is that sometimes he will do that when he's not forced into that situation. Yeah, yeah I, I get that. I get that. But I live with that. I really do. I live with that. I think they. I actually think they match up quite well with um, Utah. Um, Valentunas and Gobert sort of cancel each other out. Um, you know, and like you Defensive said, Defensive Player of the Year, NCAA yeah. Gobert. Yeah, not not after not after game one. French Sean Bradley can piss right off after that game. Um, <laughs> oh, did you did you guys see that big old flop on this on the oh, sideline? How can you have your Defensive Player of the Year? Disgusting. <laughs> but um, Valentunas, you know, that will be a good battle. Um, you know, if they can integrate. Jaron Jackson back into the mix, he, you know, he can give them some good minutes. And like the thing that was concerning for me, if you're a Jazz fan, Morant was getting to any spot he wanted on the on the on the floor in um, game one, like just anywhere, just off the pick and roll, straight to a spot, no matter what. That if I'm a Jazz fan, that's quite concerning defensively because it's like, oh shit, how are we gonna stop this guy? Because you you guys know Morant's explosive as hell. He, you know, if he starts feeling that he can really can get hot he's so quick eh? that first yeah. step or that first move that he makes mm. man so quick like luca yeah. gets to his spot too but it's just different like he uses his physicality whereas morant it's oh yeah the speed zooms, you can yeah. get to it eh? and then if you've got conley and the guard him you know that's it's you know, not and, ideal and conley's decent too like yeah. he's decent but what is yeah. he, 34, 35 at this point? He's getting on. Yeah. I'm just, Maybe they just, need to use O'Neal, voice O'Neal on him more. That's what I would do. You know, switch it up and, you know, switch O'Neal onto him if, if that was me. Because on in game one, it just looked like Morant had all the time in the world to get wherever he wanted. Yeah, he's really stepping up, eh, Morant? Mm. Mm. Um, so back, back to the Dylan Brooks thing. I didn't find a game where he missed twenty. <laughs> the most I See, found I was, the most I found he missed fifteen. 19. He was eight of <laughs> eight of twenty three. Um, but he had a lot of games where he missed like twelve or thirteen shots, like a lot. Like I'm talking double figures. Yeah. So yeah, you, yeah. It's <laughs> I I get what you're saying, and he plays hard. Like I'll I'll give him that. Like you'll never question his effort, and I don't dislike him, even though I'm you know, mocking him, but he is going to lose the Grizzlies at least one of these games. Hey, if he wins just... four over once, well, you take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, like, he's going he's gonna to shoot them out of a game. 
That's just no, yeah, it's, an ir- ir- it's an irrational comment. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely there for sure. I'm not. Yeah, I just like the dude, and I like that everyone sort of doesn't like him. Like some people have sort of jumped on the bandwagon a little bit now, but I've been standing for Brooks for two years, so get off the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can, I can. Yeah, because even when you first said it, I was like, "What? <laughs> really?" That guy? Didn't you pick him in our expansion draft? We did it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I would have. I would. I would have convinced you. Yeah, I actually good. tried, and and JT wouldn't let. Because <laughs> for an expansion team, he's a he's a perfect player. Yeah. He's a perfect player for this Memphis team, bro. <laughs> I don't know about perfect. Oh, hang on, uh, okay. Before, but would you like him if he was <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he'd be the ideal piston. Mm. Yeah, he, he, like all the defense stuff, all the you know, the hard work. I like that. I I, I just think too, he's still pretty young. I I mm. think he can actually change his shot making game. Like I don't think that's gonna be a like it doesn't seem like it, but I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I remember him in college at um at Oregon. He was busting people wide open in college, and I was quite surprised he fell second round. He was he was really good in college. Yeah, I never saw him in college, but mind you, I don't watch much college, so mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. Second youngest team in the NBA, and they're doing good things, Memphis. So always got to have a soft spot uh, for, for the Bruce. Crazy thing about game one: Brandon Clark got a DNP coach's yeah. decision. Sure, I think something up. I think might be it. Injured, eh? there it must could be, be an injury, or it might be a matchup thing. Maybe you know, going I'd... against Gobert and Favors, but it's oh, I don't know. I'd nah, it's got to be an injury. Second unit. I'd run yeah, it's got to be an injury. Yeah, has to be. Yeah, and Tillman a... didn't get much time either. No, mm. Tillman only got eight minutes. That's that's what makes me think it might have been a matchup thing, like the Grizzlies going small. Yeah, they've got like, a sort of big starting lineup. With Jonas, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Kyle Anderson. Even Kyle Mm. Anderson, yeah. He's only like six seven, but he plays big. Yeah, he's a power. He's a power forward. So Brandon Clark doesn't have a listed injury. So if it is something, it's something unofficial. Mm. Mm. I mean, I'd be playing him no matter what because I like Brandon Clark. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a great player. Level scorer. He's really good. Even though his jump shot's broken this year. That's. Yeah, I don't know who I don't know who change. worked with him, but Jesus Christ, man! It was like <laughs> Michael Kidd Gilchrist jump uh, jump shot oh. teacher got with him. Yeah, not good. Not Is Grayson Allen still starting for them? No, nah, he's coming off the bench. Bench, yeah, playing playing good minutes though. I can't wait till he starts tripping people. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of out of his game. It's sort of most of well, he, he does have moments, but he's not nearly as bad as he was. Um, the funny he thing was, is, like. Yeah, there are times when he actually plays really hard as well. Mm. But yeah, then he just has those moments where his brain he's just a fuck with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. oh the like the, the rich white boy comes out in him. Yeah. Like, Dude. oh that's right. Mm-hmm. Playing with all these black guys, let me trip someone. <laughs> he was the most hated dude in the NBA when he first came in. Oh, oh yeah. The dude I mean, playing at the tripping you, shit. Gotta be a dickhead to get kicked out of a summer league game, man. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, brain yeah. explosions, man. Like. I think he's still the only person ever to be thrown out of a summer league game. <laughs> LeBron could get someone thrown out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoever's defending Bronny. Bron will just make a call. So 
Lakers, Phoenix. Are we going to do a prediction? Is anyone thinking the Grizzlies oh, well. can win that series? I think I they think match the up well. I think. Same. I think they match so up well. So do I. I think. Yeah, because yeah, I think Dylan Brooks is going to have a really bad game. <laughs> 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 nah. If, if, if Jaron Jackson Jr. can find his shot, though, like if Brooks is hitting and Morant's hitting and Jaron Jackson Jr. starts hitting, like the Grizzlies are dangerous. Yeah. You know, they got guys like, they got like Desmond Bain off the bench. Like Valanciunas is an underrated big man too. Like, yeah. you know, he doesn't care who he's playing against. He'll play hard. Every game I see of every box score, it's always like 15 and 19. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. 20 like, and 18 or whatever. It's just like, fuck, yeah. what the hell? People just the didn't thing is, like him because he was like a traditional center. Mm. Yeah. Oh, he posts up and stuff. And yeah, actually, like he can also shoot. Like if yeah, Gobert yeah. plays off him, he can he can hit a three. Mm. Yeah. Like yeah. I I, th- I I mean I'm picking the Jazz too just because the Grizzlies are so young. Yeah. But I yeah I think I think the Grizz take one more game. It's a good matchup. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. I think the Grizz yeah. can take one more. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think next year the Grizz are going to be dangerous. You know, another year under the belt. Mm. Um, I think Kyle Anderson's actually, because me and you both have talked about it, Carl, that, you know, he shouldn't be starting when they're in the regular season because they should be developing someone else. But in the playoffs, I think he's a perfect veteran for them. There were a couple of times in this game where the Grizzlies weren't running back fast enough on defense and he was getting on them. Like, even Mm. like Jar, he would get on anyone. Like, that's the kind of guy you need. Yeah. Yeah, it's just the the sort of rotation with him and Jaron yeah. Jackson Jr. sort of yeah, is yeah, a little yeah. bit funny, like and Jonas yeah. out there too. You like, can't really play Kyle at the small forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. all those other things, he's he's great. Yeah, he had six steals in the in game one. Yeah, mm. yeah, oh, oh, he's, he's been good. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think. Oh, go back. Oh no, sorry. I was just going to say, Luke, we're seeing if. How Donovan Mitchell looks too. Like if he's anything under, you know, if he's mm. under the under the weather a bit, that's gonna yeah, yeah, true, help true. the Gri- Grizzlies, you know, massively. Because I, I feel like he's the only one besides Clarkson on that can create their own shot. Yeah, well, Brooks will be shutting him down anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're all in. So I'm, go- I'm gonna like- go more all in. The more shit he gets, oh the more. Oh my god, you're gonna you're gonna be the first like Dylan Brooks stan. Yeah. Yeah, he'll 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 go zero for twenty eight, and you'll be like, ah, oh, he was getting fouled on every shot who, attempt. The refs are against it. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll be bringing up pair thirty sixes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, no, it's rigged. I just saw it live. Sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna get all just... Aisha Curry on it. <laughs> yeah, and if he yeah, has bad. Bad stats. I'll just go. Nah, nah. The eye test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the eye test. Yeah. They were good shots. They just didn't fall. Yeah. Hey, um, just on about Utah. Um, do you think there's a bit of die by the sword with their three point shooting? Mm. Being one of the best and most, and same with the Clippers, who we're going to talk about soon. Like mm. their shots don't fall. They're both. Yeah. They were number one and two in three point shooting in the league this season. So. Mm. And they shot poorly against the Grizz here. Like, if they just yep. get their shooting a bit more sorted, well, you should have put them over yeah, the edge. I think, I think any any team like that is, is, you know, you sort of run the risk. Like, the Hornets to be were the same in the regular season. Mm. You know, they, there would be games where they'd score, like, 80 points because none of the threes were falling. 
Um, but then when they're on, you know, they'd be 140. Anyone. Yeah. 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 And I, I, this, this jazz team's the same. Um, you know, Jordan Clarkson went 0 for 8. Uh, George Niang went 1 for 6. Um, but yeah, he probably yeah, should be playing 16. They had a bad, um, I don't mind Yang, but uh, yeah, uh, Ingles is probably the I mean, Bogdanovich went four of 11, which isn't horrible. Uh, Conley went three of 11, you probably want him to hit one or two more. Um, Ingles was three of seven, which pretty good. Yeah, I just think it's well, I just think too, like you guys know, in the playoffs, you know, the game slows down tremendously. Like, mm. if Mitchell's can't get them anything and the freeze are not going down, where do they go? Like, What's well, Clarkson has been the answer for that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, for sure. Gotta be post ups. Because you guys know, as the, 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 the round as the rounds get later, you know, the the game starts slowing down. The defenses are starting to really oh, hone yeah. in on. Yeah. You know, if you see someone for two weeks, you you know, you're gonna start figuring them out eventually. Yeah. Um, I just I just question, you know, whether if you know Mitchell or Clarkson are not, you know, where's that. 15 to 20 points going to come from when they need it, or if the free things you or mm, not that, going down. For me, I would just use Ingles as, as your point, man. Right then, yeah. I'd just be like, Ingles has to create some plays because Bogdanovich can get his own shot off, but he's better as a sort of catch and shoot type dude. Yeah. Mm. Uh, O'Neill can't do much, he's just a stand there catch and shoot PJ Tucker like guy. Go beer, yeah. You don't want him posting up. You just want him no. finishing lobs. So, and Collie just doesn't have it like he he used to. And he yeah. was never a big he, big playmaker, even though he he got a decent he did amount have of those moments. Mm. At the Grizzlies, he was he he was that guy for a bit. But the you know they had Marcus Ol setting up plays and shit as well. Yeah. yeah, but but he had that ability. But I haven't seen it much since he's been in Utah. No, I just it's not I the think... same. I just yeah. think too, if you go bare, like you said, you know, he's only catching lobs in there. I, isn't it a time that we, you know, is it fair for us to start asking, like, can we expect a little bit more of you offensively? Like, it's been quite a while now, and all he seems to is catch lobs. Like, you know, back in the the Pacers series, way back when, you know, Roy Hibbert went on a run there when he, you know, helped the Pacers get to those Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, like, is it fair, Hibbert had is a bit of a mid range jumper. Yeah. Is, is it fair, fair for us to expect Bear to like you know, start? And you know, I know what he does defensively is awesome, and mm. then you know, the box, you know, the plus minus and all that sort of shit, you know, shows that. But is it fair for us to start expecting him to, you know, start helping carry the burden off him? I think, like, I think it's more the organization because, like, Gobert has stated in the past that he wants to do more. I mm. just don't think the coaching, the, you will know, allow. will allow him to. So. Mm. If they probably gave him the green light, I'd say he'd try, but he's probably going to be pretty bad at it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just, you know, like if you're going to... Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, if you're going to be... If you want to be, you know, highest paid player on the team, you know, even you, you know, crying about not making the team and then all that sort of jazz, um, to expect you to be able to, you know, you know, develop your game, whatnot, or like, something similar. Even even Robin Lopez has a reliable hook shot. Yeah. Like, like Robin Lopez's hook shot, slowest hook pretty shot nice. And... It, it goes in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he he has it at a weird angle, so you can't block it. Like it's not a sky hook; it's quite a low hook. But yeah, yeah. the way he does it, you can't defend it because his body's in the way. And it it's goes in like you said. Yeah. 
So it, there's no reason why Gobert can't have something like that. That just reminded me, I cracked up, there was a play at the All-Star game where Gobert got part, he was down cherry picking and he got the pass to him and he caught it like the just in from the three-point line and he dribbled it in and it was like, have you guys watched The Office? Yes. Uh, you know the basketball awesome. episode where, where Stanley's dribbling? <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he dribbled it in like that. Um, oh, Carl, I'll show man. you after the pod, man. It's it, it was exactly how Gobert dribbled it. But... I, I've never seen him dribble it, so I can't. Yeah, it was it, it was really <laughs> awkward. Like it was the the bend down low, the other the right hands right out the back. Like it was it was really unco. Dribbling the ball like a bongo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, slapping like it with the palm of his kick. hand type yeah. thing. High five the ball. Was... High five the ball. Yeah, yeah. It was really weird. <laughs> it was really strange. But it was, it was hilarious, too. Awesome. Yeah, but, yeah, going back, yeah, Twain, I think we can expect him to do a bit more. Just yeah. something. Like, he doesn't have to yeah. go out and shoot threes. Yeah. But, no, I you know, just like there should be a time that. where, yeah, if, if it all breaks down, like, oh, let's give it to Rudy in the post, and then he can go for a hook shot. Or especially if he's got some, like, what is he, 272? He's 7'3", yeah. Yeah, 7'3". Like, if he's got someone smaller on him, surely we could just, you yeah. know, chuck him the ball and he can... You know, at least get you know like a hook shot or you know yeah, something. just turn and dunk on them. Yeah, whatever. Like, just be fucking doing the pick and roll nonsense all the time. Yeah, even that little floater like Adams has, you know, just yeah, those little yeah. push like shots. That. Yeah, surely. I think in this day and age, you got to have something. Yeah, you can't beat the Zanya Diop all the time. Yeah, <laughs> Zanya Diop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we will pick the Jazz. Yeah, Lakers. I think uh, Jazz and six. Yeah, same. I like that. Yeah, I'll go Jazz to six too. Brooks with a couple of big forty-point games. <laughs> I'll sneak that one in before we change. Uh, Lakers oh, Suns. Twelve of forty-two shoot. <laughs> hey, if they win, if they win. <laughs> I test. Uh, Lakers Suns. Right there. LeBron and CP, man, it's it's a it's really underrated tussle here between these two. Like, mm. these are two determined guys to get their own way, and both of them can have the influence on the refereeing of this of the series. And LeBron sort of had the upper hand so so far, even though they lost that first game, but. Man, it's such an interesting series, eh? And a lot of people saying whoever wins this series will represent the West. Um, yeah, what what are you guys like from the series so far? It, it's been fun to watch. It's competitive, low, low score. Yeah, com- real competitive. You can see, like, even going back to game one, straight from the jump, it was very argy-bargy. Like, feel like the emotion and, you know, guys really come. I think um, that Mikhail Bridges got into it with someone. You know, and and game one and that sort of thing. So, no, I I think ultimately, is like if, you know, game two today, like we saw, you know, Phoenix don't have anyone. AD. Like that's gonna be a problem. Um, but then again, you know, if AD's gonna be, you know, because AD's had some stinkers in the playoffs. Like he, even going back to his Pelicans days, like he's had some real, you know, just he switches off in the playoffs for whatever reason. But mm-hmm. you know, today he you know bounced back and it was good to see. But um, yeah, if he's anywhere near what he was last year, I just find it hard for Phoenix to get through. Like, you can't be 
you know, if Aiton gets into a bit of foul trouble, what are you going to do? You're going to put Saric as your football five, then you're going to have to play. Then if he gets into trouble, it's Kaminsky. And then, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, um, I saw today Drummond had Dean and 12 in 20 minutes or something. So the size thing will, I feel like, come to the, you know, to the Lakers' advantage, I feel. Yeah, there's no one, eh? There's no one no. else, man. No. Like, it's really upon Aiton here. Yeah. And he's basically by himself at this point. Yeah, and you got three different, well, four different bigs, like, going to mm. be going at him. Yeah. You know, AD, Gasol, Drummond, and Montrez, who they didn't even play last yeah. game. But that's the flexibility which the Lakers have for their big guys. Mm. Um, yeah, the AD thing's funny, eh? Like, sometimes it just takes a little while for him to warm up, like, over mm. a certain amount of games. That's how I sort of see it. Mm. Um, like, he's very injury-prone, and sometimes it just takes a while for a mate to get things going. But when he does, man, you look at him in those final series and, and mm. the one oh, before he was that. Oh, in, in the oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was awesome. And getting to the line like that. Last yeah, even... Even today, it was just, you know, just getting to the line at will, like you said. You know, no, no, nothing Phoenix could really do about it. Yeah, well, Crowder, Crowder tries. Like, Crowder's pretty decent, but... Yeah, he's got to stop whacking AD with his dick, though. Yeah, like... Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just asking for trouble. Next one's going to be flagrant. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, how, do, how do you guys see this? Yeah, what do you reckon, AD? Yeah, uh... I have said on multiple occasions, and I'll stand by it, it doesn't matter how good Phoenix plays, the NBA is not going to let LeBron James go home in the first round. It's not going to happen. Um, In saying that, it looks as though Game 2 was officiated pretty well. And um, from what I did watch, I watched the the truncated version of the game, and Phoenix's defense was horrible. Uh, They let... Uh, too many open threes. I mean, to be honest, they're lucky the Lakers didn't beat them by more. Lakers shot pretty poorly. Um, mm. But they had a lot of open, like wide open threes. I'm talking nobody near them um, type threes. And then, like, uh, you know, Anthony Davis was doing his thing. But Drummond, he had a couple of plays where he drove in from the three-point line and got a layup. Like, you shouldn't yeah. be letting Drummond do that. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, and, and Dennis Schroeder got through a few times untouched. Uh, there's yeah, there were plays where like Cole Kuzma, his only basket was a wide open layup. Um, so yeah, Phoenix's defense was horrendous today, especially at the rim. Especially at the rim. Yeah. So it was CP obviously missing a major part of that game, and his and being like he's got to be out there for the majority of these games for them to have a chance. He just has to be. He's had some rotten luck, eh? Like, he's just gone and got himself hurt in this series. Like, they were primed to take the Lakers in this one, and he's just, you know, got himself hurt. And, you know, going back to the Houston series, they, you know, they looked like they were going to beat the Warriors, and he gets himself oh, yeah. hurt. He just, yeah. he always gets hurt, or something happens, he's really bad luck. He does, especially playoff time. Yeah. Man, I hope he can play, eh? I hope yeah. he can play a majority of these minutes. Like they got to put up a good fight, man, at least. Um, I will give credit, though. Cam Payne, like, really stepped up. Cam Payne? Yeah, 19.7 assists. He's been so good, man. That's crazy. 
We've like this he was guy that was done. He was, he was done. out of the league. He was playing in China, and then he he hated it over there. So he's like, "No, nah, I'll play in the G League." And then he averaged like it was like twenty three points, eleven assists, seven rebounds, three steals, and a block or something in the G League. Like just dominated. Mm, yeah. And then Monty Williams, who was an assistant coach in OKC, is the one that made the call to get him to Phoenix. And he helped them in that run that they had last year too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, just locked in a, one of the best bench players in the league. Like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, crazy. Yeah, because um, I never really liked his game that much. Like, going back to the nah. Thunder days, I was like, ah, I don't know I what these guys see in him. Westbrook dance partner before the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then he was traded to the Bulls. That was that was the Doug McDermott trade, eh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he got traded for Doug McDermott and him and Morrow, I think it was Anthony Morrow. Yeah. The the Thunder got Doug McDermott and another player for. Is that Tarks Gibson? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds, yeah, that right. sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then campaign got bought out. Mm. Off the China, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, full credit to him for coming back and turning it around and being, you know, uh, a solid NBA player, like a solid rotation player, mm. doing meaningful things in the playoffs. Um, yeah, good to see, like, Booker and DeAndre Ayton step up offensively. Yeah. Uh, you know, with, with Chris Paul missing missing time. But, yeah, need need to get them going defensively too as a, as a unit. Mm. Um because, yeah, you, the Lakers will punish you if you give them. Like, you're going to have enough trouble with LeBron and AD. You shouldn't be letting Drummond and, and Shrouder had 24 points. And a yeah. lot of those were just open drives to the hoop where no one was there to contend. That's the trouble with CP missing, eh? That really yeah. is. I expect to see... I, I think they should just go... Well, they sort of have to anyway. Like, the small ball thing, but just embrace it even more. Yeah. And, a, and like, I wonder if they try and... Like, I know they've been one of the slowest-paced teams all season. I wonder if they just... Speed it maybe up. Maybe try to run on the on these Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, the, you know, the Lakers are big, so make, tire those big guys out. Yeah. You know, Gasol's not what he... I mean, you know, he's like, what, 37 or something. Oh, he's he's, he's still their, he's a he's their best... Yeah, he's their best centre, but, you know, make him run up and down the court, and he's going to lose some effectiveness. Yeah. Um, you know, Drummond probably has the most energy. Well, no, Harold probably got more energy than him. But, you know, get Drummond running up and down. He's bound to make some stupid-ass decisions. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's yeah. at least one every game. Yeah. But, uh, like, from what I saw, he played really well in this game. Um, but he was basically uncontested the whole time. So, you know, yeah, these, these NBA score, players, yeah. You, yeah. Don't, you don't defend them. They're going to score. Yep. Simple um, as And that. it's... It's not like Phoenix don't have the personnel either. That's the that's the thing that sucks. Like Jay Crowder, um, Michael Bridges. I mean, I won't count Chris Paul because injured, but like Tory Craig as well. Cam Johnson, like are, no slouch. Yeah, right. Cam Johnson as well. Like he, Cam Johnson was actually on Drummond for quite a few plays, and there just wasn't much he could do. But that must have been when Aiton was on the bench. But Aiton played forty two minutes, so there wasn't much time when he was on the bench. So. Mm. Yeah, they, as a unit, they need to play better defense. I, I think if they do that, they could win. But yeah, I don't, I don't think. No. Okay, prediction. Here you go. Lakers and Lakers and six. Same. I'm going Lakers and six. Yeah, same as me. I think I think Phoenix will get one more, but then actually the size 
of the Lakers will, you know, get them through. Yeah, I think they're a lot more versatile too than what credit will actually give the Lakers, like, mm. and for their role players. But Kuzma's actually had a good year. And mm. and I think just having LeBron and AD back, they've sort of got to readjust. So, but they haven't been back for long. And, um, and Drummond too, there's been a lot of readjusting for this Lakers team. Once they get it all, you know, get their rotation sorted out, they're going to be tough. They're going to be really tough. Yeah. Oh, that's why I didn't, I hated when all these people were like, yeah, the Lakers are done because they got the seventh seed. It's like, no, stop it. Like, all you're doing is actually giving, like, LeBron stands, like, actual fuel for <laughs> when the Lakers do make it through and they say shit like nobody believed in us because then they have receipts. And it's like, you don't want to give them receipts because then it validates what they're saying. And for the most well, part, we were washed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't do that. Like, the Lakers are still, in my opinion, uh, the Lakers are still the favourites in the West, even though they were seven seed. Agreed. All right, last series to go over. The Clippers just copping it from everybody, notably from one man called Luka Doncic. Man, he has looked awesome. Cooking them. Yeah, he wants revenge for last season. There's nothing you can do to stop him. That's like. How? Oh man, he's. What do they do? Like Kawhi couldn't do much on him either. Like Kawhi yeah. and PG are like two of the like wing defenders, if not the best yeah. wing defenders in the league, and they can't. They were playing him well him. too. Yeah, like they were playing him actually really close, and he was just making tough shots. That, um, that, that, I, that, um, once was it the one foot three pointer? That was so yeah. disrespectful. Yeah, fucking <laughs> hilarious. So. That was so cool, man. I was so just funny. like, fuck, only to the play could get their ass beat and then like that and then get a one foot, you know, shout out to Dirk winner from Luca as well. So it's like, fucking hell, what do you do? I do think one thing they need to do is like tell Pat Bev to stop asking for the switches. Like, oh. I think Pat, Pat's the one guy that <laughs> can't do anything against him. Like, you know, Maybe. yelling at him's not going to do shit. Yeah. And, and yeah. Luca dominated him on multiple plays. Yeah, the the two things which Pat Beds does really well just don't work on Luca. Uh, they don't affect Luca. Like, like you can't get into his head. Yeah, I think, and that's I think that's American, what Pat does. He's a pest. I think the American born, you know, got that psyche in their head with him. Well, not just him, but Euros in general is like that. That's a soft. Whole, like their soft shit. And like, bro, Luca's been playing against men since he was like fourteen. Like, like he, yeah, like thirteen, fourteen years old. Yeah, exactly. He, it's a big myth, man. It's a yeah. It's a worse. It's like the Warriors have a massive forward pack for the last decade, which they clearly didn't. It's one of the biggest myths in sports. Yeah. Or that it's our that it's our year. Oh please! This is not this is not the time to disrespect the Warriors. We're talking about we're talking about Luca here. <laughs> but all the Euros have been tough over the years, yeah. man. They they yeah. have. Yeah. It just it's just that it's, it's a mindset, I guess. The American guys have already ingrained that oh these guys are soft let me you know rough them up a bit and then and it's like no you're getting your ass handed to pat bev like go guard jalen brunson (laughs) yeah like you need you need to have paul george or Kawhi on on luca at all times um i thought batum in 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 spots did a pretty good job but you don't want him on on him for long stretches either Mm. but yeah i I think you just got to manage the minutes and it's got to be Kawhi and it's got to or paul george um, and you got to avoid those switches. 
that's tough, eh? Like, oh yeah, absolutely. It's not easy. Yeah, I I actually want to see more Marcus Morris on him. To be honest, just yeah, that, I think there's some too. physicality with Morris, and I think mm. he did that against Luca because Luca bullies people. Like physicality yeah. is code for dirty play, right? Because Marcus Morris I is mean, one of the dirtiest. Uh, I mean, more strength wise. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because Marcus but, Morris doesn't get no. put. Like even Kawhi was getting pushed around. Yeah, I was just about to say Kawhi's not a slouch. Like, mm. yeah, you know, like it's yeah, it, he's doing whatever he wanted on Kawhi. Like, yeah, I I don't think Marcus Morris would make much of a difference. It's something to try for sure. I, I'd rather Marcus Morris on him than Pat Beverly. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's and and Marcus thing. Morris is is a good defender. Like. He's one of the better defenders on Bron as well. Um, well, that that's one of the reasons why I say this because yeah, like Bron's one of the closer players to Aluka. Like yeah. you know the overall, you know the vision, the the physicality, the yeah, you know all the good things which LeBron does, Luca does too, and yeah. Like, he doesn't have the overall defense like a Kawhi has, but I just think the size thing, like, yeah, just a bit bit stronger in, yeah. and then the Kawhi and PG. Even though PG and Kawhi are great defensively, but yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I'd sort of rather have Marcus Morris at the point of attack on defense mm-hmm. with Kawhi, PG, just more harassing around off-ball, you know, maybe getting in some passing lanes of Luka. Just throwing them off a little bit, things yeah. like that, and then because you can just about, you know, it's funny you could just about put like Pat Bev on Porzingis, you know, like Porzingis ain't going down low, and just have yeah, like no. Pat Bev out there like pissing them off. Yeah, the yeah, Mavs are five out. Yeah, yeah, just doing five out the hole and letting um, you know, Luca do pick and roll from there. Like like you said, you know, Porzingis is nowhere near the the paint at this point. Um, it's you know I know you came with good points about you know Marcus Morris and all that, but the thing is if Tim Hardaway is going to get points, yeah, you know that's that's it's kind of hard to do that sort of thing because you know you can't just leave guys wide open, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, Kleber hit his threes. Pazingas yeah. hit his threes. You know, Pazingas had a long three too. Yeah, yeah, like Dame, Dame, Dame three. Yeah. On a on a scale of one to ten, what do you reckon the Clippers' panic levels are right now? Like nine point nine. Oh, I I think the... they're very high. Don't listen to Paul George who said they're not worried. Like they're worried. <laughs> like, I, I'm expecting if if the if when the Clippers Pete. lose when the Clippers lose another game, Paul George is going to come out with the ice on his shoulder again. He's going to bring out the ice pack, bring it oh, out all the time. I... And I hope you know. I pray to every, everything that is good to the basketball gods. I need to just get swept. Like it would be fucking hilarious if they got swept. Well, um, why do we th- like? I know it's not really hate. It's more like a, as you say, it's a basketball gods thing. Like, like they're not allowed to have. Was it because of how arrogant they were last year? Do you think people uh, are really beating up I think, them this year? I think part of it this year is uh, the way they tanked to the fourth seed yeah. to avoid the yeah. Lakers. Like that that's was a total pitch move. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, because you, you went last year, you said, yeah, we want to be the new kings of yeah. LA. We're the new yeah, kings yeah, of yeah. LA. And We're the Lakers beaters. Yeah, you go and, and avoid them. Even, yeah, yeah go like, bro, what are you so, doing? Yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm all about Dallas eliminating them. Yeah. And I yeah, just avoid that. 
I just I see the chaos to ensue with them, you know, because if this was to happen, the sweep or, you know, the Mavs knock them out, you you can't tell me Kawhi's going to be like, I want to hang around here. Yeah, Kawhi He's can opt that, out. Yeah, he can opt out, you know. It, it's all in play. The Clippers don't go very far. And and do you know who has cap space? Yep, that team in New Hornets. York. And not not only the team in New <laughs> not only the team in New York or the Hornets. Yeah, them too. But no, the the team that would eliminate them. Oh, wow. Geez. Wow. So him, there's, him there's, and Dallas would be insane. There's seven teams that would have the cap space to sign him. Uh, the Hornets and the Kings, we can rule them out. Um, <laughs> San Antonio, <laughs> we can we can definitely rule San Antonio out. Yeah, he ain't going. Uh, and then so you got you got Dallas, you got Toronto, you got New York, and you've got Miami. Like you can rule there's, Toronto there's some... out too. Uh, can you? Yeah, you can rule I... Toronto out. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll put we... money on it. I'll put money on anyone that he don't go back to Toronto. I mean, I'm not saying they're the favorite, but he he liked it there. I think there's no chance to be honest. I think he yeah. left because he wanted to go back to America. Wasn't wasn't that the whole yeah, reason? Yeah. I mean, LA. shit. They played in they played in America this year, didn't they? Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. I, yeah, I'm not saying it's likely, but I wouldn't say it's as unlikely as the Spurs, or the Kings, or the Hornets. Like, I just rule them all out. Uh, honestly, like, yeah, I might be more in favor. Not not in favor. I don't really care where he goes. To be honest, like I've got no love for the Clippers, but I think he stays no matter what. I just think that he's be, yeah. He might opt he, in and run it back. But, yeah, I think they. I think they make other moves like PG, PG might be the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they Kawhi, just signed him to an extension though. Trade him. Someone yeah, will they take can them. trade him. Someone they, will take you know, them. Like I think, you know, Kawhi asked for a point guard, and the Clippers didn't go and get it. They got him Rondo. Mm. Are they all wanted Rondo. Yeah. We all thought Rondo uh, was Rondo. Rondo is a decent player, but I don't think that's what Kawhi meant. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know, but maybe that's all they could do. Like they're pretty cash strapped, like Yeah. I don't know. But I, yeah. I just see Kawhi I just see Kawhi his whole thing was to get to LA. LeBron's mm. in with the Lakers, so he's with the Clippers. Like he didn't want to join LeBron. And I just can't see I I just see him staying. I, I see them making other moves, like I think they've made some fucking stupid moves though. Like no. Marcus Morris and Luke Kennard contracts are just yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and the the whole chemistry of this team has just never been right. They actually need someone that can sort of like Lowry was to Kawhi. Like, where's that guy? The, yeah. They need. He's in Dallas. Dog. His name's Luca. Yeah, yeah and I I don't know. I was thinking about Kawhi. I just don't think he. I think he's a bit more petty than what. We um we sort of take him for you know like we will take him for this like heartless robot that just you know get you know but I think he's I think there's a lot more pettiness to him like selfishness to him too and yeah um great player no doubt but I, you know I won't be I'm not a massive fan of Kawhi I think the whole San Antonio thing was just done wrong. Mm. In my opinion, and it was very strange. Mm. And then, and then winning it like winning a championship and going like no one, no one had done that before, you know. Like, so, yeah, I just see him staying in LA because that's where he chooses to be, and he will make this 
decision can, sort of go forward. He can but stay think, in California, <laughs> go to the Kings. The Kings. <laughs> that, that'd be awesome. Oh, but um, yeah, they need a guy. Like Rondo's nearly that guy. But Rondo maybe was Cam- that guy like five or six years ago. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like more, yeah, the leadership um, sort of thing too. Someone that Kawhi sort of has to, not bow down to, but someone Kawhi has to sort of take a step back and sort of take a bit of a command from, I think. Yeah, it's not Paul George either. It's not Paul George. It's not Paul yeah. George. It ain't. Like even the Jimmy Butler type to a certain Oh, where, where does Jimmy Butler play? Yeah, Miami. Miami. Which, team, which team has cap space? I'd say Miami would be. I would put Miami I'm, higher up than all those other teams. Yeah, and I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate. I yeah. I think he opts in too. But if if they get swept, maybe not because that's embarrassing. Getting swept in the like, After why would you run it back? Shit yeah, you talk. As yeah. Well, so yeah, I, I'm I'm here for what happens. I yeah. I cannot but, wait. Yeah, I'm sort I, of. I, I, I think I think he opts in as well. Yeah, like if they get swept, man, like they're getting shit right now, right? Like the Clippers yeah. are just copping it from everyone outside of Clipperland. Mm. Like they're just copping it. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be chaos right if they get swept, man. Holy shit. Baby bird got them reeling at the moment. Yeah, Luca man. Fuck, how good is Luca man oh, come playoff so time, mate? Yeah. I love the. Did you see the play where he drove past Pat Bev, laid it up, and then just talked shit to him the whole way yeah. back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, take that, Pat Bev. Yeah, well, like Pat Bev just say, uh, yeah, yeah, give take well, it. But... If you go back to the bubble last year too, in the that first round where they played each other, if yeah. Porzingis doesn't get hurt, like they were in some trouble there too. Yes, they were. It must be just a bad matchup for them. I feel like. I mean, Luke is a bad matchup for most teams, though. Yeah. Yeah, true. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. They they were yeah. They just don't oh, yeah. have this. They don't have this triple bigs to get out to those like to Cleaver or to uh, Chris Stapps. They like Zubac is no. Yeah, too yeah. heavy footed. He got Z- burned a couple of times. Yeah, um, Ibaka's Z- not what he was at one point. And the you know they got guys like Patrick Patterson and just like no. Uh, Barker only lost... played six minutes. Yeah, well. I would play him a little bit more than Zubac at this point. Like you said, he's getting burnt on, you know, some of those pick and pops there. So yeah. I don't know. If, if the roster construction is really, really weird. Like Reggie Jackson plays a little bit too much for my liking. Yeah, 30 minutes. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's just weird. they got a weird roster. It's quite, Reggie Jackson had the best plus minus yeah, out of did. all the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Rondo. Rondo no, was uh, Reggie Jackson. Oh, Rondo was plus 18. Yeah, oh, what, was game, what game were you looking at? Oh, I'm, I'm looking at game... What am I looking at? Am I looking at game one? Or... No, I'm looking at game two. Oh, I was looking at game one. Well, Reggie oh, had the best one in game one. Yeah. <laughs> Rondo had the best in game two. I think they don't. I think they should sit Zubach. I don't think you play him a minute in, the, in these yeah, matchups. It doesn't, doesn't match up well, eh? Yeah, I'll like, start even, even their Barker. big... Like Porzingis and Kleber, like they're not guys that you need someone like Zubats to defend. They stretch right out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to get some. You got to get some. You know, guys that can chase them out to the three point line. Mm. And yeah. like start a Yeah, yeah. And Dallas don't have. Um, I mean, Luca's their best rebounder too. Mm. But yeah, yeah. I, yes. I would absolutely start um, Ibaka. 
Yeah, and you still don't need to play him massive either. Like if he's not playing that well, but I'll just start him. And I'd probably I'd be getting like Terence Mann probably needs to get some minutes here, mm. like some more minutes. Um, yeah. I don't know too much about him to be honest. You think he's, he plays hard? Who's that, sir? Boogie. Bro? Yeah, maybe. Mm. I mean, mm. yeah, it's 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 tough. <laughs> I mean, defensively, what can he do? But. Like on offense, like let him let him beat up on. Although they'd probably put Cleaver on him, wouldn't they? But well, if you can yeah. get him on like Pazingas down low, like let him beat up on Pazingas. No, oh, you can still chat and he can still get you a bucket. Yeah. Um. Whereas Zubac, I don't. You, he can give you anything besides a yeah. pick and roll log. Yeah. And, a, and a few boards. Yeah, he's a real traditional center, Zubac. Mm. Yeah, he'd be great in a matchup against like the Lakers. The Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, or you know even the Jazz or something like that, but yeah, no. Nah. This series, I think you yeah you bench him and yeah give Ibaka more than six minutes and yeah maybe get Boogie a few more minutes. Yeah, I'd I'd be giving Rondo some more minutes too. Yeah, alongside PG and Kawhi, like yeah. I think you really need yeah Rondo I agree with, with those that. two guys. Yeah, you could could you almost replace Pat Bev with Rondo? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like Pat Bev isn't ideal for the series. Yeah, no, he just isn't. Especially because Luca just doesn't give a shit about him. Yeah, like he's no good on Luca. Mm. Um, you don't really need him for like your Cleaver and Porzingis. Yeah, and probably Tim Timmy Hardaway Junior is probably the guy you want Pat yeah. Bev on for most yeah. of the series. I mean, Pat Bev could probably make Porzingis cry. I yeah, feel like Porzingis is pretty uh pretty sensitive. <laughs> Yeah. He just I don't know, he has this look about him that makes him look pretty. Although didn't he he fought like three or four dudes in that uh nightclub, didn't he? Yes. Uh, maybe maybe Pat Bev ain't, ain't the right guy for him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you need big moves. Putting him putting him on Tim Hardaway's a, a good idea because Tim Hardaway's a really hot or cold shooter. Mm. So get him get him out of his rhythm a bit. So be... Okay, let's get down to the nitty really. What's the percentage chance here now that the Clippers come back and win this series? Uh, I mean, I, I oh, you go. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I they can come back, but yeah, like it's hard if you're in their organization. It's hard to not hear all the outside noise. Like you're gonna be just hearing the next couple of days, or you know, how long the series. Remember three one. Oh, remember all this shit. Like, you can't tell me it doesn't have enough. Mm. Yeah, um, must, it must do. It, yeah, like, especially if, you know, given what happened last year and that. I don't know, man. Luke's pretty unstoppable at the moment. Mm. I think He I looks think locked Dallas, in. Yeah, I think Dallas takes it. They actually, all of them, not maybe not pushing us a little bit, but Finney Smith, Kleber, Branson, Branson yeah. even Josh Richardson had played really well. But well, like Willie, oh, I don't like Willie Cauley Stein. But man, they that unit, Timmy Hardaway, looked really locked in. Like, yeah. Man, these guys want it, eh? They really want this. Oh, I feel like they would have been disrespected, you know, like what the Clippers, you know, they tanked their way towards them. I, if I know if that was in that you yeah. know, situation, oh, yeah. I would have that would have motiv- motivated yeah. me big time. So mm. you know, they've got something a point to prove to themselves. So yeah, and just. I just don't see from the Clippers at the moment. They're pretty lethargic, which is quite surprising, you know, given that 
when those two did sign, you know, there was talk about, oh, this could be the greatest, you know, or defensive mm. team of all time and all that. They've ever since they've all come together, that is hit and miss with them. Um, are they just two similar players? Are they just too similar, PG and Kawhi? Like yeah, they just I can't think... get in the flow of each other's offense, especially. I don't know what? if it's too similar. I'm not too sure, but like no, something's off. You know, yeah, there's something off, but we've seen teams with with players like that work. Oh, Tatum and work, yeah, what, that, that was well yeah. together. Yeah, slight. Yeah, I'd say they're a little bit more different than than PG and Kawhi. Oh, I don't know. I just see like like Jalen Brown never had an offense running solely through him, whereas PG and Kawhi both have had that. Um, I don't know. There's just, there is something off. There's just a little bit of chemistry that's lacking between them. There's it's been... still that my turn, your turn to yeah, them. Yeah, I mean that's down to Ty Lue. Is it yeah. like how much yeah. can he? Well, I mean, we all know his play calling wasn't his strength at Cleveland. Yeah. Even go back <laughs> like, last year with Doc, yeah. it was the same thing. It's my turn, your turn. There yeah. was no offense. Was you yeah. know there was no movement in their offense. Like even they've brought in Rondo and it's pretty much. Thing. I mean, he um, he showed it with them, but he yeah. he had moments. But now is the time for him to get creative. Like now, this is why coaches get paid is to is to adjust in the playoffs if something's not working mm. to get your team through. Yeah, like so. I I'm not saying it's all on Ty Lu, and I think he's done a better job than I expected him to because I'm not a fan of him at all. Um. But now he needs to step up. Okay, so what prediction? Let's go. Yeah. Four two Mavs. Yeah, that's where I'm leaning. Dallas and six. So each team takes another two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I think I have to agree with you guys here too. I was going to say seven, but it's a big deal if you can take those first two games in a series, eh? Like, oh yeah, yeah it, it just it gives you that that little bit of you know breathing room and then just the other squad is just you know they're on their heels like yeah i just yeah i yeah i think it i think the match yeah, yeah yeah i agree too and unless you're right aiden and tyloo can make some adjustments like yeah he but has to do it this says, next game yeah absolutely he has to yeah, yeah. track record says no though so you know yeah. but he has yeah. to do it like if they are of any shot to do it um, also, yeah, Paul George, like lately or the last couple of years at least, um, I didn't see it so much when he was in OKC, but definitely since he's come to the Clips, um, he needs to sort of step up instead of making excuses. Like, because mm. his whole thing is making excuses, whereas you know he just needs to own it and step up. Yeah, that's what he needs to do. I'll give credit to Anthony Davis. Um, after game one, he had a poor game, and he said. Uh, we're not going to win a single game, let alone this series. If I continue to play like this, this is on me. And then he came in through in game two and, and stepped up. Yeah. Um. And and they won the game. So I need to see something like that from Paul George. Like Kawhi, you know, he had an amazing game. And Paul George scored twenty eight points, but he was one of seven from three. Um. He wasn't. He wasn't terrible. It's not like the meme worthy Paul George. You know, uh, pandemic P, and all that. But now's the time he needs to like really take it to another level. He needs that signature game as a clipper, eh? Like that yes. game where um 
you know, he has, you know, 30-something, 40-something points and he, you know, leads them to victory. He hasn't had a moment like that. Not that I can remember. Definitely not in the playoffs. See what stat here stands out for me with Paul George. It's it's not even missing all the shots. It's three three throws. Three throws, yep. Yeah. So he's he's camping out at the three-point line, jacking up a three. Yeah, over-qualified spot-up shooter. Who are you? Who are you scared of? Are you scared of Porzingis in the middle? Yeah, you should, like, you should who be are you scared, scared of anyone of? in Dallas. Like Kleber's a good defender, but there's no one that you should be like, "Oh, I'm not going in there on him." Yeah, like attack the shit out of Porzingis. Get Porzingis yeah. rattled. Yeah, but mm. like Porzingis isn't even a great defender. Like you're gonna get him some, into some foul trouble. Yeah, and he's gonna block a few shots. Yeah, right? but like you just keep going at him. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so for me, I, I want to see Paul George attack the basket. Like, yeah. He hasn't, like, because yeah. he used to, man. He used to be so oh, yeah. good at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Thunder, George, was my favorite uh, version of him, where I think he was at, like, you know, seven threes and eight three for attempts a game. That was, and he was the mm. MVP candidate. That's why there was a big fuss when he hit the Thunder, because, you know, when they thought, oh, we're we getting this, you know, guy that's the MVP candidate, Paul George, and this guy, I don't know who this Paul George's is not the guy that I remember winning on the Thunder. Yeah, it's funny. He worked so well with Westbrook. Mm. Um, yeah, and so, like for his career, he's been sort of between five and seven free throw attempts a game. Mm. Uh, since he got to the Clippers, he's under five. Four and a half yeah. last year, four this year. Which is basically two trips to the line a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, needs, to be yeah we need to be winning. It needs to be at least around eight. Mm. Yeah, yeah. For the playoffs, especially, like that's when you, yeah, yeah step man. it up. It's gonna be interesting. Mm. It's gonna be <laughs> their tipster on fire. It's so, gonna be rolling down the hill. Yeah. Um. <laughs> just to so what we were just talking about. Uh, twenty fifteen sixteen Indiana in the playoffs. He averaged nine. Yeah. Uh, twenty sixteen seventeen. He averaged seven and a half. Twenty eighteen nineteen for OKC. He averaged ten free throws a game. Yeah, and then for the Clippers, four last year and this year. So yeah, I and think like it's... and as like Westbrook dominated the ball in OKC, right? Yes, and he's got to the line, and he's and he's still he got ten free team. throws a game. Yeah. yeah. So what is yeah? So it, yeah, I mean the it's it, mentality yeah, shows right? that he's a bit bit too uh, comfortable passive. just hanging, yeah. hanging. Yeah, passive. That's the word. <clears throat> Panic P is going to be the <laughs> new one. <laughs> Passive P. Passive P. Panic P. Yeah, oh, Paul George. I like the dude too, so Oh yeah, he had a he had a great regular season. Like I actually think he maybe maybe not towards the end, but up to the All Star game he had a better regular season than Kawhi Leonard, I think. Hmm. He was he was there, he was he played way more than Kawhi yep. did, so, and he was, you know, leading them from the front. So yeah. Must be some must be mental because you know, must be mm. coming back to haunt him. I don't know what yeah. it is, but something. Something. You know, like how guys go to their hometowns. Like if mm. you if you yeah. guys just don't play well in your hometowns because they've got guys or family, you know, asking them for tickets. Mm. Yeah, yeah, went. Yeah, oh, you know, it's like so... Dwayne Wade when he was like Dwayne Wade actually admitted that um, it wasn't a good fit because he was able to go home, you know, because his mother cooked for him every. Every night, you know, he got used to, you know, family and being around his family. Like, wasn't didn't have enough time. Still for like Riley on his fucking ass, then. What are yeah. you doing? Get into the yeah. gym. 
Yeah, pretty much. It gets 8% body fat down. Get too comfortable, man. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe there's been a, there's a bit of that. Who knows? Mm. We know Lee Will likes Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> lemon, lemon pepper Lou. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this time next week on the podcast, a few series will be decided, no doubt. Mm. It'll be interesting as to which ones. It's, it's um, man, let's see some upsets, eh? Let's oh. see the Mavs and let's see the Suns beat the Lakers. It's the East. Let's go. I was, I was, yeah. was going to say the Wizards over Philly. Hey, come on, come on, come on. Come on. It's it's yeah. crazy that the the two seed over the seven seed is considered an upset, but it is. Like, yeah, it, it really is. is. Yeah, uh, I I'm all for Memphis over Utah too. Yeah, Hell I'm yeah. all for uh, it. I need French Sean Bradley to go away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, cheers for coming on once again, boys, and we'll catch up next week. Yo, as we're out. Yes.